Look at that. They're both trying really hard not to giggle. I, I appreciated that a lot there, guys. Hello, everybody. Welcome to BXB's Bits and Mobs, episode 55. This is the, a weird show. This is a show in which we can thank one of our mutual friends for us all getting together here today. Uh, thank you to, to Mr. Mark, who's out there. Hopefully, he'll listen to this. Which is, I tried to get him in on the show tonight as well, guys, but he's a busy boy as well, and I couldn't couldn't wrangle him but we all know each other we will come together to talk about video games basically because of mark so i've known mark for about uh, like 15 years and i met him when i first came to to living in, in his what was his hometown cambridge and he introduced me to joel and now he's introduced me to chris and now i'm introducing chris and joel together and it's this like beautiful connection of like mark love mark's so, followers mark's <laughs> followers absolutely so the oh, love God. is we, love we all strong. know that's a bad thing to say about Mark. <laughs> he would he's love gonna, a cult. He's going to run that. He's going to run would, with that. Mark would do well with a cult. I he, feel. Would, yeah. he would. He almost. He already looks a bit like a cult leader. He does. Like he, he does. has that. He has that look in his eyes. That kind of like, I will protect you, but I'll also kill you. Kind of like you know, don't fuck with me. I I, I lead men into suicide. Uh, he's, he's a powerful personality. He did that in a and d game once, but I'll let him tell the story when, when you meet him next. <laughs> well, he introduced us to D&D as well. He introduced me and, me and Joel to D&D quite recently. Um, oh. But yeah, so, so today with me, obviously, I'm always here, but we have Joel back from his long hiatus of many episodes absent. Welcome back, Joel. Yep, I'm back. I hope you didn't miss me maybe or did maybe you did miss me and you're glad i'm back but <laughs> and let's go with the hope you're back i don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing yet okay i mean i'm checking the chat check the chat keep an eye on the chat it's, it's <laughs> so much hate any hate coming from the chat who knows um and obviously back again two weeks in a row now it's chris our new voice hello with my how's, pleasing how's things, baritone how's things in the humble world chris yeah they're fine they're fine I have alcohol and, and sugary sweets, so I'm all good. I, I don't have any beer with me this evening. I've just got Pepsi. Yeah, me too. Trust me. I'm, I'm all <laughs> out of beer. I might get, I could have got the whiskey on, but I feel like you at least need some some sort of logical thought processes for me to keep the show moving for a couple well, of hours. Yeah, so suppose, yeah. just a couple. Just, like, <laughs> I don't want to overdo it. Um, yeah, and this episode, we get, you know, have a little catch up, and then we've got some bunch of news and some games we've been playing. Games, are, I don't know, it's been a weird couple of weeks. Not Not like the most exciting games i mean the most exciting games are the ones i'd already played before the last show i've been playing a lot more spider-man but we'll get into all that um but yes yeah, so, so what have you been going yeah welcome to the streaming segment that doesn't have a name yet chris any any thoughts on that i mean i did ask you to on to, the name um, i mean i've had a thought yeah and i've come up with no ideas and i'm all out of ideas so sweet I like it. I will say one thing though, uh, Chris. I got really good feedback. People really liked the quiz. Did they? So I'll be doing more quizzes. And oh, I didn't God. do one, week, but uh, people really enjoyed the quiz sort of dynamic that happened uh, last episode. So Joel, Joel, would you be up for a quiz in the future as well? You've got to fill me in, like on. Have you not seen? Have you not <laughs> seen? So it? busy, I haven't even watched the last shows that I've not. In. So I did a quiz for Chris oh. to see if he was, you know, should be welcome to the show or ostracised for his lack of video game knowledge. Turns out we should have ostracised him, but at the same time we quite liked him, so we kept. <laughs> you didn't just wait for E three where you go through the list of games and you're like, oh, did you play the um, did you play the prequel to that game? And it's like, nope, 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 <laughs> nope. Nope. And then it gets to the end and they're just like, did you play any games? 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, that's what happened this year with you, wasn't it, Joel? Yeah. And, it was, and uh, the year before as well. I the year before as well. well. At least you're consistent. You know, that's mm. that's good. So what have, what have we been watching in the last couple of weeks, Joel? I'm assuming you've just been sat back doing piss all, watching a lot of Netflix. Yeah. I mean, no. I I, I wish I had. I I honestly haven't watched bugger all i've watched barely any telly i've barely played any games i've I, I i literally and the funny thing is i was just trying to work out what it is i have done and i really haven't got anything much to show for it i've, I've been on plenty <laughs> of family holidays and things so you know done all of that stuff I've had family over for dinner it's my son's birthday been like i was just telling ben before the show starts i've been signed up to sort of um uh, yeah, entry level politics for the local playgroup and stuff. It's uh... <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I've like I've had no free time to do anything. Yeah, I haven't done anything like in that free time. I haven't watched Netflix. I wish I had been. The best I can offer you is I did watch a film called The Darkest Hour. Have either of you guys seen The Darkest is, Hour? Is is that That's the Gary Oldman the, one? Yeah, the, the Winston Churchill. Fantastic. It's amazing. Really good. Brilliant. Like. Gary Oldman in it, like it was only right at the end. But like Laura's like, that's Gary Oldman. I was like, no, what? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, it's an ama- it's, it's chameleon chameleon style performance. Like, unbelievable. He won the Oscar for it, didn't he? Mm. Um, yeah. If he did, yeah, deservedly so. Excellent. I really, I, re- I really enjoyed the film as well. Oh, it's fun. I, I, I inadvertently watched. Uh, I kind of did a double bill. I watched uh dunkirk and darkest hour all within the same week cool and it, wow. as a double bill it was like fuck me i first of all two amazing films secondly you couldn't have any more respect for the people that did that you know went through that shit at that in that period in history uh unbelievable generation and you know they probably will always go down as one of the greatest for it uh and just yeah just un- just amazing like to those two films are just stunning stunning pieces of cinema from last year um no very very good i mean sadly i the film the main film I saw, guys, in the last couple of weeks was incredibly disappointing, uh, and I saw The Predator. Um, and I'm I'm an unashamed fan of 1980s action movies, uh, especially if they've got a sci-fi bent to them, like you know the, the original Predator does. And uh, man, oh man, I was like Shane Black, good director, pretty good pedigree. He was in the original movie. He's going to do something good, isn't he? It, it was one of the, the possibly one of the worst films I've seen this year and might be up there ever, like as as just a confusing mess of just gobbledygook. That was just just complete. Just I don't even know where to begin. It's not Is a good it? action movie. It's not a good sci fi movie. It's not a good comedy. It's not well written. It's not well acted. It was like I've seen better shit from Asylum on the sci fi channel. You know, give, like, give, me a, give me a quick context check then. Is it a reboot of the no. original film, or is it? It's a sequel. A sequel. A sequel. It's a sequel to Predator One and Predator Two. It is. It has Gary Busey's son in it. Gary Busey's in Predator Two. His son is playing his son in Predator Two, and he's at, in the Predator. Sorry, and he's actually in this movie as well. Uh, no, it is a sequel. It is not a reboot. However, it feels like the studio got involved, and Shane Black threw up his arms and went, "I'm just going to make a fucking train wreck." And laugh at you all for thinking this was going to be a proper film, because that's the only thing I can think of. That it's some kind of just practical joke on Shane Black's part, because he makes pretty decent movies. I'm thinking Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. I'm thinking Iron Man Three. You know, there's some there's some good stuff in there, but this this was just just awful. And I've been talking to people about it. We, the, the the consensus that I've spoken to people is that it's actually a satire. That he's actually deconstructing the franchise. And it's an intentional kind of like lampooning of it. 
and and I think they're being kind. I just think it's a really poorly made film. Like I hope I would like to believe that, but if so, I don't know what the audience is for it. It's just fucking terrible. It's lit. It's so so bad. And I like bad films. I like a lot of bad films, as Joel knows. And this is just unwatchable mess. I was I was there were moments in this film when I was laughing, and it you know, and you know it's not meant to be funny. And I was the only one in the cinema just going. <laughs> There's this bit where this 10-year-old kid murders like a, an adult accidentally using predator tech and blows up this house he's in and kills it. You see the guy die, and it's just like played serious. And you're and you're looking at this going, but that's terrible. Why what what is this film? It's it's a fucking mess. Do either of you guys care or want should we move on? <laughs> I, I, I adore the first film, the Arnie film. It's absolutely yeah. it's a cult classic, unbeatable. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm totally down to you on that. So, like, what I don't want to see is like Hollywood reboots or sequels or old franchises just literally getting murdered in the in the modern era. Which is really I would sad. I would like to sit down with you, Joel, when it comes out on Blu-ray. Come over, we'll get the beers, right? Sit sit down, and we'll watch it. And I'll be curious to see your take on it because maybe I just completely missed the point. But I, I turned to the wife and and we were sitting there in the cinema. I turned to the wife when it finished and we were like. What was that? I I don't know what we just saw. That's maybe the worst thing I've ever seen in the cinema. Like that, it could well be the worst film I've ever seen in the cinema. Like it, <laughs> I just, I just, ah, uh, uh, I don't know. So disappointed. I think maybe I just wanted it to be to be a predator movie, and that's what I, the mistake I made. It wasn't a predator movie. It was just this almost a comedy, like just a satirical take on the predator uh, the whole idea of it like i uh so anyway 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 i think if they're gonna do a predator a, mo- a new predator movie they should someone should stump up the budget so we can get a proper predator the musical it would have been better i mean that's the thing i that, would love to see that happen the the, th- the thing is it's like um and i know that's your you're talking there was that there's an arnie sort of pastiche yes, video there isn't is. there of that yeah i have seen it many years ago god that's been around on the internet for like yeah, forever, it's, hasn't old. It? it's old um but it is is very good but like the problem i think with the, for me was that the marketing of this film was that this is a serious sequel this is going to be you know taking this shit seriously and then you watch the film and if you can't maybe if i'd known it was going to be this ridiculous sort of joke of a film i would have been kinder to it but i was i watched one and two before going to see this in the weeks leading up to it i was like yeah i'm up for a a proper modern predator movie with good special effects and stuff Uh, and instead it was what we got it's just bizarre a bizarre film it feels it feels like five films that have been squished together i I just i just don't know uh tell us about something good though chris please uh the nun's pretty darn good yeah, this is the, the Conjuring spin-off, yeah? Yes, it's a very good film. Not just a good horror movie, it's a good film across the board. Um, if anything, I think they could have ramped up the horror a bit more. Um, but it's, it's, it's good script, tight, tight acting, good camera work, really nice music, great effects. Really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. Because um, I'm not really into horror movies, but Charlie's a massive fan, and so I've sort of got into them more. And she said, can we go and see The Nun? I was like, yeah. Sounds good. It's a day. sex <laughs> is what I'd have asked, but yeah. No, it's a terrifying one. I've seen some. Oh. Of it. it looks, it looks quite scary. It, it, yeah, it's it's really good. The atmosphere in the film is really, really nice. It's really nice. There are bits of the, because I hadn't seen any of the Conjuring series at all. Oh. And there's a there's a, there's there's a couple of points um, where apparently it would have helped if I had 
but I, you don't miss anything. I didn't feel like I was missing out. Um, so the, the the conjuring ones, the the second conjuring one they did was the Enfield hauntings, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Right. And I'm intrigued by that because I've actually read a couple of books on that, and it's like I wonder how a big Hollywoodized franchise sequel would approach that. However. I am a big scaredy pants and I don't do well with horror movies. <laughs> like, but I do, I do want to check that one out because I actually know if, I've seen and read a lot about the Enfield haunting. So I'd be curious to see how they did that. But, uh, yeah, and you've seen, you, you watched Shaun of the Dead as yes, well. It just happened to be on TV. <laughs> and you always seen worth it before. Watching. Oh, yeah, I'd seen it before. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, I'd seen it before. It just happened to be on TV and I was like, yeah, happy to uh, watch that right. again. Actually, isn't it? <laughs> I'm going to put we this out. I'm going to. I'm gonna put this out to the group, right? You can okay. only pick. You can only pick one: Shaun mm. of the Dead or Hot Fuzz. Shaun of the Dead. Oh, it was very yeah. quick there. Yeah, Go on, yeah. straight up, on, Chris. Hot Fuzz, if only for Timothy oh. Dalton getting his mouth impaled on the so church. So I, I have the deciding, the, the deciding vote that will decide for BXB, yeah. Hot Fuzz or Shaun of the Dead. And sadly, Joel, I'm going hands down Hot Fuzz straight up. Sorry, mate. I love Shaun. But Hot Fuzz is such a fantastic uh, pastiche and homage to action movies done in such yeah. a brilliant British way that you, you can't not love every moment of that movie. So, Cornetto. Yeah, I just love the movie. But yeah, it's all um, right, Joel. Come join us for the greater good. The greater no. good. <laughs> He's like, no, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry was, sorry. was that Mark leading that cult? Yeah, that, I think that yes, was Mark. Yes, so Mark that's, that's was coming through. Yeah, yeah. In the shadows, pulling the strings behind Timothy Dalton the whole time. I could, yeah. <laughs> I, I'd buy that. <laughs> you know it. You know it. Um, but, and, then, and then Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope, which I'm, I'm guessing wasn't for the first time. Yeah. No, I've, just... I've, seen, I've seen that one before. A couple of times, maybe. <laughs> I've seen that one a few times. But you yeah. see, the thing is, the thing is, and I'm now going to, um, you can find me on YouTube and Twitch <laughs> and stuff, and you can go there and and subscribe just to unsubscribe if you want after this statement. I'm a bit more of a Trekkie than I am a Star Wars. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I thought you were going to come up with something much more controversial than that statement. That was like, like oh, I hate that Star was an Wars. anti-climax. It's like, okay. Oh, well, you, you say that's not controversial. It depends which circles you're talking in. I'm sure there's someone out there cosplaying as like Darth yeah. Vader right now who's just like, oh, freaking like, like getting online, getting on like, uh, I don't know, Virgin Atlantic's website, booking tickets to fly to the UK. He's going to come and, yes. like, and, and correct you. But uh, yeah, that's not. For the end of the stream, about to stab my neck. That's the guy. Mm. Uh, actually, I went to it. My mate had a had a Star Wars themed birthday party, and I deliberately went as J Captain James T. Kirk. You fucking troll, man! That's <laughs> just like, what is that? I, it was. There's it, no defense for that. I'll That's tell you what. I'll shame. tell you what it was. It was beautiful. That's what it was. <laughs> Um, I, can, I, I it depends on my mood. It's like if I want a slightly more cerebral sci-fi, yeah. you know, I'll go Star Trek. If I want space opera and laser swords and that Star yeah. Wars, I love them both. I, I grew up on both of them pretty equally, I'd say. And I'm, I couldn't, I'm, I couldn't pick one over the other. There's, I'm going to say my favorite sci-fi TV show now, mm. and it is above a lot of good ones. It is above a lot of good ones, but I usually get a bit of flack for this. So I'm just, gonna, I'm just going to float it out there, just see what the temperature of the room is. Babylon Five. Uh, Joel knows that's my favourite. Yeah. Oh yeah. I know yeah. Ben loves it. I've never watched yeah. it. So I have, a, so I, have a, I have a John Sheridan action figure just near. Oh me. mate, I've got I've got Jakar somewhere. <laughs> just just handing. He's yeah, just I'm, hanging out in the background yeah. and pop his head. Actually, you know, don't want to joke about that. It was man. Too many people have died from Babylon Five. I know oh, it's horrible, like, isn't it? Three quarters of the cast have died yeah. at this point. 
And it's so fucking depressing when you actually look at the amount of them that pass. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, no, Chris, no, 100% DeFi fan. I've, we, I've watched that thing through yeah. many times from beginning to end. I just did it again recently, actually. Oh, fair play. So when it was on, it was on Pick TV, and I was like, I'm going to support that so they get some numbers. Yeah, uh, it's on. All, it's it it's on starting TV. to get on all over the place. I'm waiting for it for on, for on Netflix, and I'm waiting for a Blu-ray release as well. The Blu-ray release, I could get really boring about this and tell you why that can't happen due to the use, use of CGI special effects and their composite shots, which is why they all struggle to put it on Blu-ray because it's really difficult to remaster that. Uh, but, but <laughs> I won't. <laughs> I think I just did. Um, but, you know, me and Joel could now go to the side and talk F1 for a bit if we want, Joel. I mean, it's up to you. I just want to say, Joel, before we move on, how good was Spa? Like, fuck me. And then how good? And then what was really surprising was Monza. Like, so, holy crap, Monza was amazing. <laughs> Yeah, but, Monza is interesting, and uh, Singapore, I would... Boring. Well, the race was, but the result was... The whole... The, but literally, yeah, the qualifying literally was just where it was just came out of nowhere. Who expected That lap was incredible. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was... I think that just shows you that... Well, Hamilton obviously is going to be one of the greats of all time. He's already established himself in that book. But yeah, I, I don't know how just how far further he's going. Bar any hmm. horrible technical problems, he's got the season. Uh, well, it's not done until it's done. Like I, I, I no, unless he has reliability. Single, that boy is on form, like yeah. I haven't seen in a long. Single time. engine failure from you know it could happen either way. <laughs> Chris is Chris is literally literally hiding <laughs> anyway boring motor racing conversation is that how bad it is for you chris no it's fine. i just don't know anything about it apart from i know that um cars go brum 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 yeah i know that they're quite quick and i know that um quite quick. yeah someone there was oh some big hoo-ha about a dutch racer a few a few months ago and someone asked um because i think hamilton and vettel had had a fight or something uh, or Hamilton and someone had had a fight. More than he's letting on. Yeah, he's not bad. I mean, he's talking about. He's, 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 I'm guessing alluding to Verstappen. That's yes, yeah, that's that's yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and there's a journalist that always follows him around and is like always defending him. Apparently, I've got friends that are into F1. Um, but you've got two more now, buddy. Yes, it sounds like you need to get in on this shit. You know, and um, not fighting it, just give in. No, and. Um, <laughs> Um, what was it? Um, oh, said, I, I think uh, Hamilton had called someone a dick. I think he called Verstappen a dickhead. Sure. And, and someone said, oh, this Dutch journalist said, "Is that is? Do you think that's appropriate language?" And Vettel, who I know doesn't particularly, he and he and uh, Hamilton don't particularly get on, do they? Um, at least not on track. Um, and and yeah, Vettel stepped in and said, "Actually, look, we're we're sportsmen. People say shit." <laughs> Yeah, because to be fair, Vettel, nobody likes Max because he's going to be the one winning everything in a few years' time. Yeah. So I think they can see that he's going to just kick all their asses if he has the yeah. right car. But let's let's not do that. Me and Joel need to catch up separately, I think, about F1 and deep dive into that and not force you guys to listen to that. Because to be honest, we've got plenty of other stuff to talk about. But before we get on to I just want to say, Chris, you know, good luck with your you're starting a degree. Yes, yes. Mate, I'm that's going, huge. I, I'm going to become the next Brian Cox in about 20 years. Mm. Um. I'm studying. I'm studying astronomy and planetary sciences, which sounds. Wow. It's basically physics and maths until you get to like the sixth year or something when you get to do the interesting stuff. I respect a lot, of them, man. You know, you, you've got a bunch of hobbies. You stream. You're doing this with us. You've got a full time job, and you're doing an OU course. You know, as an adult, kudos to you. That yeah, is thank some, you, but that's some serious fucking work. 
So you know, I, 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 it's the kind of thing I look at and go, yeah, that'd be nice. And then I go, nah, no fucking way. I'm going <laughs> to after a day of work. No, no fucking way. Um, shall we, shall we dive into the news boys? Indeed. I think so. Yes. <clears throat> yes. We've got, we've got a few bits. Let's, let's kind of hit the, the, do you want to do your loot box thing first, Joel? Cause I don't, we've never talked with loot boxes with Chris. So it'll be interesting to get his, his point of view on the whole, the whole yeah. microtransaction. So or all. I'll bring you up to speed a little bit. The, the major loot, so I'm my opinion's already pretty clear. I freaking detest them. Yeah. And um, the latest news really is that so, uh, a while back after the whole Battlefront 2 thing in Belgium, I believe they were the government met and deemed them, I want to say, illegal, I think. Um, or they were subject to the gambling laws. I think it might actually be the correct statement there. Um, but anyway, so um, FIFA 19 has launched and EA have not changed anything um with regards to the microtransaction system in the game compared to fifa 18 in belgium um and at the same time they've challenged the decision in the belgium court so they're going to try and drag it out in a legal process basically <clears throat> um so it'll be interesting to see where that happens so ea are um Dicks. not just going to roll over and take it i think they're going to actually try and fight a legal position on this so it'll be a it's going to be obviously a, a long drawn out process and some decisions and stuff so it'll be interesting to see where that unfolds in the meantime the australian government has um conducted a survey and things and there were some really interesting not a survey sort of com they commissioned a, a sort of investigation into it to try and determine if loot boxes were gambling and stuff um, and some of the foundings of that are quite interesting, which they believe is that loot boxes. So to quickly summarize, they sort of state that loot boxes may be a gateway to gambling. Um, there's, um, they've got some comparisons with Kinder Surprises, uh, which is quite. I, 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 are they saying Kinder Surprises are a gateway to gambling? <laughs> I, they, in some essences, they are, but the, I mean, the way they're saying that they they kind of, kind of surprise circumvent it is because you physically have to go to a shop and buy them. <laughs> so yeah. it's hard it for me to down the process. Apparently, whereas I'm, yeah. I'm, I mean, Joe, I'm more likely to listen to the Belgians than the Australians. The Australians, famously, who let um, migrants drown in boats off of their coast rather than letting them like land and not die in the sea. I'm kind of a bit along the lines of Australia can fuck off when it comes to politics a little bit, but do you know what I mean? It's hard, it's hard to listen to them. Yes. They're talking about fucking chocolate eggs in the same voice as microtransactions, the same voices as gambling. Yeah. What the fuck, man? What is with Australians? That is a bunch of nutters. See, I feel, I feel, I feel like I'm a bad person now. Cause my only problem with Australian stems from my English cricket fandom. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like a bad human being now. <laughs> well, you know, I just, I just don't, I just, I want to, I'm going to do something crazy now. I'm going to defend EA. Um, Get out. I know, I know, yeah, I know. I say, can we kick him? Yeah, well, I think we should. I, I think I'm the only one with the power to do that, Sammy boys. No, I'm going to defend EA because this year's um, NBA Live I've played, I've just started playing FIFA. Um, and what EA has done is Ultimate Team is still there in their franchises. But it's the only place the microtransactions exist within those games. Now, you compare NBA Live to the new NBA 2K game, which is from 2K, guys who do, uh, will be publishing Red Dead, who publish GTA, as well as their annual franchises. And microtransactions are throughout that game. They use something called virtual currency to do everything in NBA 2K. And that is a microtransaction supported in-game currency. Now, that is in 
single player that is in multiplayer that is in campaign that is in franchise mode that is everywhere in the game now ea i feel like have really listened after obviously being at the 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 brunt taking the brunt of all the hate last year around battlefront 2 and a few other games and they have pulled back microtransactions from a lot of their titles they've also done this thing where they put a message up with ultimate team now saying you know if any players are caught trading currency which is the other big problem with the ultimate team stuff you know the punishments will be more severe you know people will be getting banned so they are tightening up the service they are trying to do stuff to make the games more palatable and honestly i've, I've been playing a bunch of nba i've just started playing fifa and i don't touch ultimate team it's never been my thing i barely go into that mode so I don't see any microtransactions. So it's kind of like it, it's only there if you want it to be. Do you know what I mean? And I, I actually, that's my defense of EA, that they are changing their games. And then when you're talking about Belgium, it's simple. If there's any problems, they just won't sell the game in Belgium. And then people in Belgium will just go and buy it from France or Germany or get on Amazon or whatever. It's not really going to be a problem for them, is it? So... I think we should all. I think we should all congratulate Ben on being the first person ever to be able to say the words EA, FIFA, and they are changing their games <laughs> in the center in a sentence they, ever um, because no, that, they that, never changed them. At their press conference at E3, they said that the guy who came on stage, can't remember his name, said all those three words and the same thing. It was all about how EA are changing, aren't they? But yeah, the problem is I don't think they're taking them out because they've realised that they're wrong and they want to do the right thing if you know what i mean i think yeah. they're taking them out because they, they it's pressure on them basically yeah, yeah but so the they would leave them in they they put yeah, EA that's, that's good that's, more they, money they're not satisfied to making enough money they need to make more and more money but they're a business and they've listened to the consumer you can't really fault them for their reasoning that that that's why you make changes because your consumers don't like it I mean, it's not you, you, your businesses aren't aren't you know you're not run by ethics and morality you're run by the money that's how we live. I, I don't like living in a capitalist society, but we do, right? So that's how businesses make these decisions. So it's to, kind of like, that, but it's good that they've made them, surely. You can't. To, to quote the great Jim Sterling. Oh, God, really? Um, <laughs> if you must, go on. Am I in the wrong room for that statement? <laughs> no, he's okay. He's okay. No, 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 I don't okay. mind Jim. Not that I know to him. Qu to quote, no, true. <laughs> I've never him personally. He could be a cunt. I don't know. Oh, sorry. Is that one allowed on the channel? Um, Probably not. I've done it now. Okay. I don't know. It's, it's done. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> Explicit tag needs um, to be added. Okay. Um, apologies to any of the under 10s. Because if you're over 10, you know that word. Um, but yeah, um, either way, uh, I know that businesses are there to make money, but they don't have to be a dick about it. And EA have consistently been a dick about it. And microtransactions are still being a dick about it, in my opinion. EA, EA goes has ups and downs. Right. And it's kind of like a few years ago. Do you remember when when EA opened up their doors to loads of new IP? They tried a bunch of stuff. I'm thinking of Mirror's Edge. I'm thinking of Dead Space. These franchises that, you know, they tried to really go for these single player experiences. But you know what happened? People didn't fucking buy them. Mm. So they doubled back. They had to, bump, you know, turn back, double back down on the multiplayers, double back down on the franchises they had in existence and find ways of monetizing those in further ways, which is why they pushed microtransactions so heavily. So if the consumer supported their innovation, perhaps, you know, things wouldn't be the way they are. But they have to do what makes, you know, they, they, they answer to shareholders. They answer to these people that are invested in the company. They have to try and make money. That's 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 their reason for existence. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think I necessarily call them assholes. I think I think the interesting thing is that people are being so hard on them, but they don't talk about what Warner Brothers were doing, Shadow of War, and those type of microtransactions. They're not talking about what 2K has been doing with VC. Everybody loves to hate on EA. 
it's just it's easy they're an easy target but there are i think there are more egregious ab abuses of um the microtransaction systems that are happening from other parties no, agreed. Agreed. so yes joel anything you wanted to put in at the end there i, no, I mean no, no, I, think, I think you're right i, I think everyone hits on ea <clears throat> but um everyone always said that you know they were going to keep all the companies were going to keep trying to push the you know see how far they could push the line yeah. i think yeah were the, the ones who just went a little bit too far with it and i can imagine all the other companies now hating on them as well for taking it too far and ruining it all for them but oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. they've got to think of new ways of making money i mean ea ea also do you remember when they did the um the multiplayer passes do you remember that that I can remember in Mass kind of Effect like an... 2, the Cerberus Network yes. yes. So the thing where you had to buy the game new to get the pass, to try that, that was their attempt at trying to prevent secondhand sales. Because if you bought the game secondhand, the pass had already been used, so you had to, so you had to buy money. Separately. Yeah. 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 It was their, chance, their, their attempt to recoup money from a secondhand sale. Yeah, and their attempt to keep people locked into the title for a longer period of time you know they're, so they're trying stuff that you know they as they're at the forefront of like third-party publishing they're one of the big boys that does attempt new stuff so the question will be what's next there will be something you know development costs are only increasing uh and you know there is a sort of a hard cap on how much can be charged for a game at 60 bucks 55 pounds so they will monetize in other ways this is inevitable um so we'll see what that is so, um yeah should we move on Let's move on. We'll be back on that. We'll always, we'll always be returning to that. That'll always come back. So let's talk about Sony and some PlayStation news. So we had the announcement of the PlayStation Classic. I wanted to call it Mini, but it's PlayStation Classic, isn't it? Um, and this is this is coming out, a mini version of the PlayStation, much in the same way as the mini version of the SNES, as the mini version of the NES that we had. We're getting a tiny little PlayStation that I will own and never use. Um, anybody else excited for the Oh, not even excited like interested in this thing i mean um i mean I, I, I have i have a working playstation one yeah oh wow so, cool. oh cool i can actually see it from here well you can see you can see chris's that's weird you can't see mine you can't see mine Mine's in the lock, but i do have a i do have a working ps1 so i'm not prepared to drop 90 quid on a new one I've pre-ordered one already. Um, I, 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 I think it looks ditty and it'll be cute. And it could be some fun games on there. That will look dated and horrible because it's all early polygonal graphics. But hey, bring it on. I'm, I'm, I'm down. Yeah, no, fair play. It had some fantastic games back in the day. It'll be interesting to see what yeah. games they do put on it. I, re I was reading an interesting story about how people don't think, for example, Gran Turismo will be available on it, mostly due to licensing mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It, the it, they would have to try and relicense the music and all the cars and things yeah i think it would be virtually impossible so yep that's that so, that logic makes sense a, yeah. lot of, a lot of the things that you you know a lot of the there are some awesome titles that i think for, won't be available sadly because of licensing reasons which will be a bit of a kick in the balls but the the, the thing you mentioned with gran turismo though that might not be a problem is that gran turismo still exists and that they're still making that game and that studio still exists making that game so that means they will have ongoing licensing agreements already in place they might just be able to extend them back 
to cover that with the cars the music is a different thing entirely yeah i think um, this is, i think the same source i was reading was citing this is the reason why it's not available on ps now which kind of segues i think into the does. next section yeah it does that was very did nice you, did you so, like that did you like i that? did yeah. and so, so this is interesting news ps now this news just came out this week it had been rumored that it was on the horizon uh i think kurataki reported it in june that they thought it was coming uh but basically PS Now is this on-demand, was streaming-only service on PlayStation 4 uh, where you could play um, PS4 games and PS2 games predominantly on this service streaming. And they're now going to be bringing in a download option. So it's going to compete a bit more directly with Game Pass on Xbox. So you'll be able to download these games um, on PS Now to to your hard drive locally so you don't have to rely on your internet connection and i tell you what that makes that proposition way more interesting to me than it was before um i'd never i never even tried ps now because it's just like i don't want that kind of latency when i'm trying to play a game it's just going to be annoying so but what about you joel does this make so, sense to you more now no well it makes sense definitely from the technology standpoint they there have been many people who have come and go in the in the streaming um services like on lives of was one that had a lot of marketing power behind it but never really failed to nail the technology and stuff um i've played around with the like i if you remember when i did a stardew valley review i was actually on holiday in hong kong streaming it from my xbox in the uk um using the game dvr features and stuff like that um yeah game streaming sucks the internet just isn't good enough for it and you're right the other big problem with it is the latency issue you can't really play um games that require like um really prompt feedback and quick input and stuff so um this is like yeah perfect sense like yeah just download the game and play it it's i mean technology wise much better what it means for me is i'm going to look at that library now a bit more closely like i never really bothered to look at what was on ps now before but i'm going to actually look into it now look at what their pricing structures like and and really investigate that because i've 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 enjoyed my time with game so, pass i think game pass has been very good so i think their pricing structure i think it's either 12 or 13 quid a month so which means it's more expensive than game pass but you can the if you buy a year's worth up front the discount it means it's only like 70 quid which makes it cheaper than Game Pass if you right. buy 12 months' worth. Um, okay. Now, I haven't it's looked at the full catalogue. I think there's about 200, 160 to 200 titles in there, I think I was reading earlier. Mm. And, and I, I want to be clear, this, this download isn't necessarily going to be available for everything. They, their wording is like most. Yeah, It's not necessarily all of it. But uh, oh, it sounds like the library is a bit bigger as well. But it's been running a lot longer. So a little it's bit. Not that surprising, but I think yeah. much like Game Pass, you're... Well, sorry, unlike Game Pass, I don't think you're going to get any new releases in there. Mm-hmm. I think Sony's variant is purely old games. And obviously, I imagine most sort of hardcore gamers will already own most of them or have played sure. them. Since. Yeah. I'm going to look into it, though. Like, it's made me more interested. I think it's the right tactic. They've they've realized that the streaming thing maybe was a little bit ahead of its time. Um, maybe that will work in a few years a bit more reliably. But right now, not quite there. So I'm going to move on to a couple of stories that have come out of Capcom now uh, in the last uh, week or so. So the first one's a weird one. So basically, Capcom has got into a deal with this particular... Um, this particular band that I'm going to get their name so I get it right. It's got a really strange silence. Suicide Silence. Uh, and report, were... sorry. So, no, no, it's good. Good. Uh, you can help me out with the story then so we get the details correct. Um, and basically, they were they did a trailer, which was like this battle trailer to show off um, the main character. Is it Nero in DMC5 or is it 
Dante. Is it Dante? And it was going to be connected with him, and they, and you know, and it was like, oh, this is going to be cool, and they, this new music, it's going to be great, and stuff. Yeah, problem is that you know, there's some slightly awkward controversy around the sort of nasty sort of sexual harassment behavior that the lead singer did with this in this band in uh, 2017. Yes. Um, slightly, slightly unfortunate that they didn't do a slightly better job of the research there, guys, before you sign these guys up to do a whole bunch of music for your video game that you're now going to probably have to rip out. Uh, however, their response was immediate. You know, as soon as they were made aware of this, they were like, nope, trailer's not going up. And yes, we've used the music quite thoroughly throughout the game, but we are going to investigate this and come up with a solution. So, you know, smart, I would say. You know, let's not... Let's not back well, this at the moment. That's not a good I read the, I read the story and it wasn't there was acknowledgement that something had happened, but his side of the story was that he wasn't aware that she was underage and her side of the story was she was sure she told him kind of thing. So it's a bit of a he says she says story. So an offense has been done, but no we don't no one knows whose fault it is per se. So my, that's where I kind of left it when I read it. I was like, oh. well, he, the guy, Eddie Hamida, who I've never heard of before. I'm just literally reading his name for the mm. first time. Um, he has, uh, the allegation is that he sexually manipulated a 17-year-old girl who has obviously gone unnamed. Mm. Um, an allegation he formally responded to and apologized for, albeit without fully admitting the charges. Now, who apologizes for something they haven't done formally? Well, all I all I read into that was that there's a complete acknowledgement that they did have a relationship of some yeah. description, but maybe maybe he, you know, so his perspective is that he didn't he wasn't aware she was underage. If you see what I'm saying, so apparently, like, apparently oh, I've done but, you know, yeah. and apparently. all I'm okay. saying is that I, there wasn't enough in there for me to definitively say guilty or innocent on either end. So I, I think I think let, hold let, my hands let, up and say I'm not honest. getting on the hype train with this one. Let's let's be honest. Even if she was of age, right? Yeah. For a lead singer to manipulate a fan in this way, even if she was 18, to manipulate somebody to send nudes, it's pretty morally reprehensible, regardless of if she's 17 or 18. I mean, you you argue that. That, that that day she turns 18 she's now an adult and therefore it's fully aware of her decision making that's bullshit it's a scummy thing for this guy to have done whatever the age so them being kicked out of the, the game I, I think at this point capcom has no choice but to do that so oh, yeah, no, they won't be missed will they no. let's be honest like you don't you just don't need that publicity floating around uh, your video game like yeah. you know you're trying to relaunch a franchise here um so it's like yeah by 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 what are they called again suicide something suicide Sui silence suicide sex offenders that's right yes yeah um so <laughs> right okay cool moving on to more happy news out of capcom uh they've decided to close capcom vancouver which sucks hard for the 158 guys and girls that worked there and last lastly of course worked on the uh, dead rising games that while the last one on Xbox was perhaps not the greatest. Um, it's never great to see a big developer like Capcom closing what was their one and only international studio as they report losses is looking like of 4.5 billion yen, which is 30.5 million pounds. Yeah, that's a huge amount of losses. And that's on the back of the successes of the new Resident Evil and other games. Capcom has really been like coming back quite strong recently with some of their releases. Um, and clearly it's not been strong enough. They're, they've got they've got some problems there in that company and they're going to have to downsize to try and restructure and, and uh, deal with that. But, you know, 
these 158 very talented people in a part of the world in Vancouver where there are some very good development studios. So hopefully they'll find work gainfully in other studios in the area and whatnot. But it's one of the, the one of the shittiest parts of covering video games is the almost monthly announcement of yet another studio has closed yet another restructuring has occurred which has cost more people their fucking jobs and it and it happens way way too much there's so many problems with this industry this shit needs to sort of have a better structure to it and better protection for those developers like it really with the big fucking the big players in the industry are the problem that's the the, they're the ones who buy up these studios have no freaking plan on what to do with them and then sort of let them hemorrhage money for three years then think oh shit and then shut them down freaking the big players yeah i mean we've seen it a lot from ea we saw it a lot from microsoft um you know in the in the past with things like you know what was ea did to volition and then microsoft done to lionhead and you know ea and bullfrog and maxis pandemic as well ea did pandemic in yeah yeah, it's 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 a case of like hire them off the back of a successful release, and they're like, we want one of them, and then it doesn't hit as big as they want, and then buy you out of the job, and it and it's a cutthroat fucking business, man. It's really, really, really harsh. I think on the developers sometimes. Let's move on to some more positive news though. Um, Spider Man's been doing rather well, hasn't it? This For is Sony. this is the shock story of the year that nobody was expecting to read at any point. <laughs> I mean, I think everybody knew it was going to do well. Yeah. I don't know people knew it was going to do quite this well. Uh, so Spider-Man is not just the fastest selling game of the year, but it's the fastest selling exclusive PlayStation game of all time. Uh, it did something like 3.5 million units in three days or something ridiculous uh, internationally for, for Sony. A huge, huge success. And it deserves all of it. Like Insomniac absolutely have just annihilated this game. This game is so fucking good. I just, it's all I've wanted to play for the last couple of weeks. After we talked about it uh, two weeks ago, it just came out and I've been playing loads of it. And I was just playing it today, just swinging around, doing missions. It is a beautiful example of an open world game. It's the, probably the most engaged I felt with an open world game this generation. I'm a- I absolutely adore this game. Joel, you need to get on that, mate. I imagine you've been a busy boy, but I know you're going to want to play this game. Uh, actually, I've so I've I've seen it. I've seen it in action, and it's just another fucking icon collecting game. Uh, it's not. It's not. It is. It is. It, mate, there's so no wrong. innovation in the title. The only thing that I think was more wow. is that the 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 combat system. Um, I think feels so it plays a bit like obviously the free flow combat system in the water brothers batman series of games i absolutely adore i love that um but i have waned off it because it's it was refreshing in arkham asylum it wasn't too bad in arkham city it got a bit boring by shadow of mordor and like shadow of war it just you know it's just the same shite over and over again with spider-man at least like some of the longer range attacks and stuff you know make a bit more sense because the character's got his web he can pull things in so it fits him as a character but literally i just am so not excited about this title it's an open world game there's maps full of icons there's a classic combat system there'll be the same kind of it's it's not innovation in the industry so yeah i've seen it in action i've got a few other friends who are die die hard comic book fans who aren't interested in the game either so i think it's just i think it's benefiting from a a ridiculously um expensive marketing budget probably well you and your friends are full of shit um <laughs> this game is amazing and do not judge it without playing it, Joel. I mean, honestly, mate, I, I have played it a little no, bit. I've got a friend who has it. I have seen it. In great, action, so. but you, you need, it's it's not. 
it isn't what you described. I mean, uh, I'm not exactly alone in this. Every every fucking outlet on the planet agrees with me that this is one of the best games of the year. I'm not I'm not just coming out of my ass here. Even the same game. outlets that give every COD game eight out of ten or nine out of ten. Uh, no, it's not. It's not. Oh, it's not, mate. Thank you, Joel. <laughs> but it's it's not that. It's it's every outlet is saying this. This will probably be one of the most highly sort of scored games of the year. It's going to feature very highly on my game of the year list. It pisses all over God of War, uh, in my opinion. It pisses all over horizon zero dawn it's so so much more exciting and interesting the combat is feels so good the the mobility the track the being the the feeling of webbing around and swinging around the city it's got hugely impressive production values it's absolutely fantastic game and you know to judge it by watching a few minutes of play or or touching a controller for a minute it's just crazy man You, you you need to give it a proper go it's it's absolutely fantastic like seriously you know, I don't. I don't feel the. I don't understand the backlash. Like the oh, it's just another icon game and stuff like that. But yeah, well, isn't every game? I mean, Christ, you have a straight. <laughs> yeah. You have a strange nostalgia for awful three D platformers that I don't understand. But at the end of the day, that's all about going around and picking up coins or stars or rings or other such shit on on the map. You know, it's no different to that. It's no different to Super Mario Brothers on the on the original NES. If you like, if you know, if you want to boil a game down far enough, they're all the same. Um, so it's kind of like no, the production values and the writing style and the, the the quality of of what has been put into this is what sets the game apart from that. So no, it's, it's absolutely fantastic. I've just got to make a note that I owe Charlie ten quid. You ranted about Spider Man. <laughs> yes, <laughs> well, 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 I mean a passionate a passionate defence of Spider Man. I don't think I'd call that a rant. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll agree to disagree. Maybe a little bit of a rant. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm just going to throw this out there. I'm not a massive comic book fan, but I know this will rankle people somewhere on the internet, and I just want to say it. Arkham, Batman Arkham Knight is still the, the fastest-selling comic book game. It is. Yep. It's just going is to that just true? Be... Is that yeah, I, I it just... is true? Yeah, it is true. It's still the fastest-selling... Is it because uh... is it it's multi-platform, I would imagine, would help? Presumably, yeah. I, did, I haven't yeah. read too much into it. I've just read the headline. This is, you know, like people who read no, the that song. Makes sense. I just read the headline yeah, and took everything that, I needed yeah. from it. Third game in a franchise, established brand on every platform. Yeah, that that would that makes sense. That maths makes sense. Yeah, but that that don't get me. That's another thing entirely. I think it's bullshit that you can only play this on a PlayStation. <laughs> I think that's the most ridiculous thing in the fucking planet. Console exclusivity in 2018. It's like what 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 is that? I mean, that's so dumb. This is a, it's not even like a first party developer. This is a developer that the last game they made was on Xbox. So it's like what what is this? It's just money, isn't it? It's just cash yeah, licensing. That's all. It, that's all it is. Bullshit. It's like Sony goes, well, we have the we have the Spideys. You you therefore can only put it on us, and it's just it's just crap. And more people should be able to play every game, you know. And I'm pretty sure the Insomniac guys would be happy if everybody could play their game as well on PC or on Xbox yeah. and stuff. You know, it's stupid that you can only play on a PlayStation. Um, but no, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. I can't. Oh, Joe. One one thing I haven't asked about this game. I'm just interested. <laughs> I'm just interested in from from a, a tech point of view. Does it have um, a VR? Mm, no not that no because isn't that isn't that wouldn't that be the best thing as spider-man you'd be puking everywhere say, yeah, yeah the motion you wouldn't be able to handle the motion it would well yeah, then people would understand what spider-man goes to every day <laughs> thank god thank but god he's got the dna Parker of a, a spider spider. <laughs> <laughs> if i have a dna of a spider i'd be all right i i don't know what i'd be all right at but you know i, I don't know. climbing walls but, yeah, I guess. <laughs> We're following that logic. Anyway, we'll move on from Spider-Man. Uh, Nintendo Switch Online has launched, and that's kind of all i am got to say about yeah. that. 
I mean, is anyone other than Richard who's not here to defend it happy with it? Because most of my people <laughs> I know is switches are, of like, meh, no, you know. I'm guessing what it's just another is? thing to sign into, is yeah. it? Oh, their whole online service is so shocking anyway. The fact that they've got the cheat to charge you for it is... After it being free yeah. as well. Yeah. For like and, seven and like, months. Yeah. Splatoon is... Now are you, I, I haven't tried it yet, but, but I don't believe the multiplayer and that works anymore without paying. Um, and I've only got one friend who's... And the only reason he's keen on it is because he's got a Zelda save file that's got about 420 hours invested in it that he doesn't want to leave. So he's literally only interested in the cloud save bit. Well, wow, so, okay. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I'll get it probably at some point when there's a game, a play game that I want to get in on. Or maybe I fancy maybe some of these classic NES games that are on there. I mean, I, it made me laugh. So we, we have a group chat and, and Joel pointed out to Richie. He goes, you do know, because Richie goes, I'm going to buy that. I bought those NES controllers for it. Yeah. Joel goes, you do know, Richard, they only work with the NES games. And Richard's like, yeah, of course I know that. So he's bought this like 70 quid <laughs> Joy-Con <laughs> NES controllers that you can only buy if you are a Switch Online subscriber in the first place they actually gate that you can only buy it if you subscribe to the service so bizarre um such a weird thing but i guess it makes sense because they only work with the nez games because if you if you didn't subscribe to the service you couldn't use them for anything so why would you buy them i guess but i think that'll they'll get about as much use as my playstation classic will um so, <laughs> or my fair, controller will at least make a decent beer map that's true. It, well, it's, yeah, it's it nice to put a point on. Yeah, that's that's a good point. That is a good point. There is some use, uh, but yeah, I don't know. It just so which so which membership will you should, will you, will you be going for, Ben? Should we be going for the three pound forty nine one month or thirty? I'll get the days? year. I'll get the year. It's, actually, it's quite a good deal. Actually, it's seventeen ninety nine. You save over half the price of. Also, it's less than twenty quid, and it's sort of like I'm probably just going to do that and forget I've done it, and like be whatever. Yeah. Then I don't have to worry about it. I'll probably do it at the end of the month or something when when I. And actually, it's good for paid. families. You can get mm. for a year thirty one forty nine for eight up to eight accounts. So a, potentially, so eight different consoles potentially. That is yeah. that is pretty good. That's. that's... <laughs> I'm saying that. What crazy family has eight switches? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, what's that? That. Do you know what that is? That's Reggie, your mates. Reggie. That's getting in with your mates, making it even yeah. cheaper. In it. That's what that is. But yeah. um, Reggie, Reggie has eight. Yeah, he's got he's got all of them. have got each different configuration of the Joy Cons possible, and he just has them lined up. And he doesn't use them. He doesn't play games anyway. Do you guys do you guys have the the fondness and love for Alan Wake that me and Rich do? Uh, obviously, Rich isn't here to like extol it as much as he normally would. But boy, I, I'm a pretty big fan of Alan Wake as well. And the news has come out. That Remedy is developing a TV show set in that universe. Um, they've, they've announced a showrunner whose name I, I don't really know oh, or anything. Remedy, um, a game developer. They're making a yeah. TV series, or are they just well, they writing did. the story for it? Well, they did. They did. They made a TV show with Quantum Break, didn't they? Did so they? they've got. Yeah, you've not played Quantum Break. No, I was hoping it was. I thought I subscribed to Game Pass because I thought it Quantum is. Break was on it. It, is. it wasn't. Well, not it when is. I subscribed. They've rolled it in now. Oh, it is now. Okay. But yeah, basically they made you, you you remember us talking about it at least. Quantum break between each chapter, there's like a 25 minute long live action TV episode almost. So they, they do actually have with real actors and everything that you recognize, they do actually have that kind of uh, okay, knowledge. But no, I, I believe I believe they're not making it. That they, they, they've got they'll have a studio and they'll have a showrunner and they'll be writing it and involved with the creation of it. But um it'll be done professionally and stuff. I, I don't know if they've announced what network or anything i don't think they have but they've announced this guy peter calloway who i don't know from anything 
but if you guys do, do they mean he worked on Legion, but that's about all I know about him. Okay, he worked on. Did you say Legion? Yes, Legion's pretty good. I mean, that's a pretty good show. So the, it might have an interesting visual style. There's one thing. There is one universal law that we have to remember here. Videos make bad TV shows and and movies. And video games, video, video games, yeah, yeah, video yeah, games yeah. make bad TV shows and movies, and movies and TV shows make bad video games. I'm trying to think of something that bucks bucks that. Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings, most of the franchise. Yeah, they made some pretty good games out of that. I mean, I I, I have a soft spot for the Doom movie, uh, but then again, I kind of love everything Doom, and especially as it's got Dwayne the Rock Johnson in it, I'm I'm gonna like that, aren't I? Um, they're doing a new one though. They're making a new Doom movie, so I'm very excited about that. I'm very excited about that. Uh, I'll watch. I'll watch and love anything Doom. I can anybody think of anything? Any others about the trend? Joel, I think Joel's actually looking at his collection. Yeah, right I'm now. just trying to think. There was the Super Mario Brothers movie that was fucking amazing. Are you? Are you? See, see that that opinion is just as wrong as your Spider Man one. So I say, have you? This time on Ben's side, that was an awful movie. There has been, you know. This is going to be really tacky. I didn't think the first Tomb Raider film with Lara, um, Angelina Jolie was that bad. That's not. I mean, no. there are there are plenty that aren't that bad, but yeah, it's but kind of still like that's not, that's not the same as. I haven't good. watched the the Warcraft films just showed up on Prime. No. Is it worth Terrible. watching? No, no. 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 Uh, oh, there must be, there must be one. That's the weird thing as well. They even try and make these movies nowadays with good directors. Like they put Duncan Jones on that Warcraft movie, and he even he couldn't make that decent. So it's kind of like, yeah, it's, it does seem like a bit of an uphill battle on those ones. I mean, to be Anything fair else? to me, hadn't got all the DLC, so you know, give him a break. <laughs> oh, I've heard the new War. I've heard the new Warcraft DLC isn't very good. Actually, I've not heard much good about it either. Actually, no, I've heard about that. Oh yeah, so I've just I've just had to Google. Like, it's like video game movies, um, Assassin's Creed with Michael Fassbender. I, I actually liked that movie. I haven't seen that one, so I, was I actually good. liked that film. I thought that film got a bit unfairly maligned. I'd I didn't. Say. I actually enjoyed that movie. Yeah, I didn't enjoy it that much, but it certainly wasn't horrendous. There was a Wing Commander film, was there? Oh, God, yes. That's Freddie Prince Jr., I'll have you know. <laughs> oh, well, I uh, think, you know. I mean, that's that's a classic. Oh, I really like when, when are you going to start defending it? Well, no, Defender is a different franchise entirely, Chris. No, no. So, uh, <laughs> we're talking about Wing Commander on this one. So, it's similar, Postal. but... There was a Postal film. Yeah, I think it was a new, way, series that's of a, new way, that's a new way Bowl movie, isn't it? Postal, I'm pretty sure. I, I've never even heard of it. I'm just literally on the Wikipedia page here. So, this is like live looking up need for speed that was the one with um aaron paul in it wasn't it yeah meant to yeah. be terrible i've not seen that one yeah, no. i've not seen that rampage that was all right that was all right but then again it's like the further it's got, back it's you got, go is it well, it's got to wait johnson it yeah. you'll love it naturally. i am i am biased already yeah it's true uh but the further back you go and the more sort of like old school game you get there's less and less there to adapt so i think you know they keep talking about doing an asteroids film so it's like, well, what would that even be? I mean, there's nothing in that game. So <laughs> Tetris, the movie, what, ah, what, what else can we do? Street Fighter 2, the animated film. I love that. The animate. You... I don't know if we can I count animated films. You can count it. Yeah, I, no. it. I love that film. So well, if you're going to go animated, mate, the Castlevania on Netflix is fucking That's brilliant. Incredible. The animation yeah. is superb. Just I love that. Stunning. Yeah. There's a new one coming out soon. Yeah. I feel Halloween. like we... Halloween it launches. I feel like, first of all, we digressed very quickly off the news story of Alan Wake. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
we've probably spent enough time on the news story of Alan Wake as yes. a TV Okay, which we yeah. know nothing about at this point anyway. No, but I'm excited to see what that might be. It's a really cool game experience, like a very, very atmospheric uh, horror game. So hopefully that's what we get in TV show. Quick, silly news story. And again, only possible in Australia. But the Australians are bringing out a greaseproof Xbox One controller. Limited edition for PUBG. It's got a special shiny plastic. So when you've got your pizza all over your hands and you're sweating and you're playing in your wife beater vest and you're drinking your Fosters, you'll be okay. I was trying to get as many stereotypes in there as possible. How did I do? Well, you missed Castle Main 4X and Shrimp on Marvy. I mean, when you've got your shrimp with it so- and it's all up your arms and you're like, oh, I play some PUBG. That's not what Australians sound like, but don't worry. They- this was announced by Microsoft at Gamescon. <laughs> the European I mean, desperately because, like, I, I think there were like lots of Fortnite shit going on. And they were just like, "Oh yeah, remember we've got like Pugba over here." Um, so this is something until, that we're until doing until the lawsuit says otherwise. Yeah. Well, until it comes out on PlayStation they, in the next month dropped, or so. Is yeah. the lawsuit being dropped now, or Blue Hole still pushing out? They dropped it. it. Yeah, yeah they dropped it. Red, they dropped because it, they yeah. they grew a brain, so they went, "Oh, we can't do that." <laughs> but no, it sounds like it'll be out on PlayStation soon anyway, PUBG. There was a uh, ratings leak from Korea indicating that it's coming to the PlayStation console in the next couple of months, which which is inevitable. It's so smart. They were like, guess what, guys? We want to beta test this on consoles. Who has a beta testing option? Oh, Xbox does. Let's give them exclusivity. Not because PlayStation doesn't have the option for that or anything. <laughs> so Xbox has it exclusive. They can do all the testing, all the work, make it work on consoles, and then release it on the market-leading hardware. So, yeah, smart. Like, you can't really fault them for that, can you? I mean, you would. You just would. But anyway, greaseproof, guys. Are you going to get one? Uh, of course not, no. Yeah, no, I don't have the hands of a teenager, so I don't need any greaseproof <laughs> stuff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that. I, have this, I have this image now of, like, uh, downstairs in your basement, Chris, you just have all these amputated hands <laughs> in, like, ah, look, it's a, he was 16 when I took his. I <laughs> <laughs> the hands of Tina. I don't know why my mind went there. Halloween's coming up, guys. Horror <laughs> on the brain. What can I say? Um, we got some announcements, some early announcement of DLC now as well. So Forza Horizon 4 is looking fantastic. I can't wait to play that next week. Um, but the first bit of DLC was already announced for that, and that's James Bond cars. How perfect is that? James Bond cars where you're driving around the UK in Forza Horizon 4. That's not, that doesn't it, get you excited. It only works for me if... They've come with all the gadget you expect yeah. from a James Bond car. They like, do. I want, we uh, want missiles. No, we want now like, they uh, do. Yeah, like, no. to turn the Lambo into the submarine and underwater yes. race. They do have the option to like deploy these things. However, it doesn't make it the races combat. You can just look at them. Yeah. Oh. It says because it would from... ruin Forza if you did that. <laughs> According to Eurogamer.net. Although you seemingly can't use any Bond gadgets mid-race, think how useful those tire-slapping hubcaps would be. Slashing, not slapping. It does seem you'll be able to view them in full Forza Vista mode. Yeah. And the Aston Martin DB5 will have revolving number plates. Well, as long as it's got revolving number plates, we're all good. Yeah. I mean... I mean... But- sure. I, I was kind of hoping for M in, M in the passenger seat and the ejector switch. I, I mean, I'm not. I'm not the biggest. 
I'm not a biggest James Bond fan in the world or anything, but those vehicles are super iconic. And it's really, yeah. it's the perfect game to have them in. The one in the UK, the demo is fantastic. This game is already looking like, I played the demo and it looks stunning. Um, I can't wait. I love the Forza Horizon games. Joe, I can't remember if you're a big fan or not. You're, you're kind of a bit I, mediocre. I, 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 I've not played them. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. But fair I enough. think for me, you know, it's the DLC. I like games. I like you like it when you make a game and then you make a DLC that's, uh, you know, it's fun. It's different. It's a pivot on the main title. It's to give it some variance and stuff. I think that's what the Hot Wheels thing did in yes. Horizon 3. It was just yes. outrageous. It's nuts. You know, this is crazy. Just have fun with it. And it's a bit... They There's an option that they could have done the same with the James Bond DLC by having the weapons in well, there, perhaps, but maybe it's a missed trick. Don't, don't count that out yet. This is just some car DLC. Proper big DLC will be coming down down the pike for Forza. So you never know. You might still get something like that. I, I think combat in that kind of game would be pretty shit because car combat games are pretty shit. Uh, unless they, so, unless they do a Wacky Races DLC, in which case the combat would be amazing. No, let's do Death Race 3000 if we're going to do... If we're going to do... Okay, yeah. Do Micro Machines. Okay. Yes, yes. Okay, okay. A Mask. If we're, if we're throwing out stuff on the old TV series, yeah, do must. They were all transforming cars and vehicles. Let's do must, yeah, Transformers, right, just, just do Transformers. Transformers, and then Joel would be very happy, as would Mark. Yeah. Um, yes, so it would be <laughs> <laughs> he would explode, <laughs> yes, well, yeah. with pure joy. Um, and more outlandish DLC announcements. So, Assassin's Creed, um, Odyssey is just around the corner, which is already looking pretty cool with the Greek setting and all of that. But they've announced that they're going to do two big bits of DLC at least, one of which will be the first assassin, so a proper uh, look at the very first traditional assassin um, and how I guess he finds about hidden blades and shit like that. But the other bit is what's got me really excited. They're going to do Atlantis. That's so cool. That's so cool. Assassin's Creed and Atlantis. Fucking down, man. That is That's got me so hyped for that. No one else find that exciting. Just I me. Played, I played three hours of the first Assassin's Creed. Couldn't be asked and haven't touched a game since. Okay. <laughs> I played the first two. Really liked them. I think I've had this chat with Ben. I think the thing I, I, I really enjoyed most about them was the sci-fi element to it. You kind of go in there just thinking it's going to be some hist history kind of game. But no, it's complete. There's this big sci-fi element, overarching story. Pretty cool. But I think it's just the annual release cycles killed me very quickly on, on, the, on, the, whole, on the whole game. So I... I, I keep meaning to everyone talks so positively about origins. I'm like, I should maybe pick that up. It's really good. Um, it's really yeah. Good. So not, mean, not that excited on, um, I'm not that, you know, excited on Odyssey. Yeah. I like When I say I didn't enjoy the game, I just didn't enjoy the game. I like the idea. And I think, I think the, they should keep playing with the idea. It's just, it wasn't for me personally, but I mean, I don't know. Maybe for one of my round the world adventures again, I could pick it up. Just ah. use, it, use it for Greece. That'd be good. Yeah, that would that would work very nicely. Uh, one little news story for me, and then I'll throw to Joel for the final one. Uh, Brutal Legend, massively underrated, double fine game that was 360 and PS3 has now become backwards compatible on Xbox One. If you've not checked out Brutal Legend, it is a weird heavy metal inspired RTS vehicle combat third person action game hybrid. So give that a go because it's fucking bizarre. It's basically it's Psychonauts with Jack Black, isn't it? 
no no it's rts there's a oh, huge okay. rts element this to is it. a wasn't there, this is a sequel to an old lucas arts one no. isn't it no nope. it's it's maybe it's you're inspired by but it's got maybe a bit of full that, total, like, imagery yeah. to it but i don't believe so it's an entirely original uh, ip and stuff like that um and it, i'm amazed neither of you guys have played this this is such a cool game no, no. i know i know that i know it. i even when you say it, i i can see the box art in my head i know yeah, the I'm, I'm aware of it but yeah it's so much i mean you both yeah oh, it's so cool the music is great the the art style is fantastic and it plays like nothing else you will ever see which is why it didn't sell well because they couldn't market it because it's like this it's like an early almost like a, an early mobui elements to it because it's a cut sort of a cut down rts but way before there was ever a MOBA um, and stuff like that, it's, it's a it's a curious and weird and, and fun experience. I highly recommend it. I mean, I've just found out that Tim Curry's in it, so I kind of now I'm I'm now obliged to pick up this game. <laughs> Good. I'm glad that's because for whatever reason, Tim Curry. No way. Yeah. <laughs> I really hope he's playing um, Nigel Thornbury in it though. Just because okay. I like Nigel. Thornbury. Yeah, he's the guy. I think of the guy from Congo. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. all the places role. to know Tim His Curry from. You know oh, man, I love I loved that. Those film. motherfucking <laughs> albino apes. You've got to watch out for them. <laughs> fucking apes with martial arts, man. What's not to love? Such a weird movie. <laughs> Is that the one where he does the strangest Romanian accent ever? Is yeah, that what probably. we're going with? Romanian? Okay. I think that's what it's supposed <laughs> to be. I'm so. not sure, but I think it was. Okay. Who was the lead in in, in that? In oh, um, oh. Jodie. No, not Jodie Foster. Um, nope, Laura definitely Linley. not Jodie Foster. Is it Laura Linney? Laura Linney. Really? Fucking to hell. Google. Oh. <laughs> to Google. Well, we to Google. Joel, you posted a story into the show notes as a news item talking oh, about yes. graphics cards. And I kind of just went into a coma when I saw it. So tell me why this is important and why I should care. So why this is important is... Um, the most interesting aspect of this is the pricing aspect of it. Oh. So, hold on. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> All right. Who is it, Chart? Who is it? Who is it? Who's the lead? I want to know who the lead is. I thought. Oh no, no, about. sorry, no. I was, I was reacting to what he was talking about. Oh, um, I thought you were doing research, man. Oh yeah, no, Laura Linney. But um... oh, it was on it. Okay, it was. Yeah, I was oh, right. That's underwhelming. Thanks for that. Back to Rabbit Cards. Okay. okay, so um, yeah, what we've got here is uh, traditionally the PC market. Literally, um, when you've been talking about purchasing into the high end sort of graphics kind of things, you're you're looking at being looking kind of around the five hundred pound mark. That's kind of creeped up over time towards the seven hundred pound mark, and it has been pushed almost to the extremes of a grand in some places. But we're talking about the super high end there, uh, things that. Um, you normally wouldn't have to worry about like the now what we've got with this latest range of graphics cards from nvidia is we're got up to the thousand two hundreds not even for what is traditionally their top end card so the the titling and the namespeak the naming they're going for is um implies that there's still room to add even further higher spec cards into this generation if they want to but anyway the the key point about it is that it's now you know they're kind of their mid-range cards. What the two seventy or you know series is now over five hundred pounds, basically. So it's gonna 
it's anyone from the PC. So I was looking at thinking of upgrading my graphics card, and that's just priced <laughs> me out a bit. There's no point in me. I'm just not even going to be asked anymore. It's I was like... looking at thinking about considering maybe possibly <laughs> one day. Which, which one? Then, you if you're into PC hardware, you know that's a thought process everyone goes through every oh, God, day. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. What what graphics card do you want at the moment, Joel? I've got a 970 at the moment. Oh, so, cool. Um, cool. I was. What I wish I'd actually done was there are two things I'm interested in. I need sort of something that's a bit lower power and quieter. Yeah. Um, but I only game at like just over 1080p on my PC, so yeah. it's not too big a deal. But yeah, I, I, I kind of wish I'd bought a 1060 before the mining boom when they were like only about 170 quid for the six gigabyte version. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, but I didn't. And now the pricing's gone insane. And th that's it. My PC is literally just staying where it is now. And um, yeah. if 4K gaming goes off, it's all going to push it down to the console. I've seen a lot of the forums I follow and stuff. People are just like, right, well, I'm giving up now. I'm just going to buy an Xbox X, One X, basically, yeah. if I want to do console gaming and stuff. So it's it's really sad because for the PC gaming market, I think it's going to be, you know, pretty, pretty sad times. I mean, the thing is, I'm looking at the prices on the GeForce website for the RTX 20s. Mm. Um, and the Founders Edition, which is now incidentally out of stock, um, is half the price of my new computer, um, which already has a 1080... No, it's not a night, it's just a 1080 in it. So, I mean, I can run pretty much anything at the moment. Um, haven't tried The Witcher 3 yet, so... That's, I'm, pretty that's sure, the, I'm pretty sure you can run that. Yeah, it's, but that's they, they use that as the new fluff test. Mm. When it came out. Do you know what's done this though, guys? You've got yourselves to blame. Do you know what it is? Can oh, go on, go on. Go on, let's, go on. Can you guess? Go on, go can you guess? No, no, just VR. hit us with your victim blaming. It's VR. It's because you guys have all proven that you're willing to go out and spend a thousand pounds on a VR system. Graphics card manufacturers have gone, well, if they're gonna spend that much on VR, then we can charge a lot more for graphics cards. Which VR system are you getting for a thousand pounds? Well, the I believe wasn't the um it's one of the with the Vive or the Oculus with all the the lighthouses and the best controllers and all of that. It's around a grand, isn't it? I'll say my Oculus has got uh my Oculus has got two sensors. It's got it's only got the touch, it hasn't got the the fully move around its stuff. But yeah, that, that came in at about three hundred. Let's say the 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 standard headsets on the PC now are both oh, they come down a lot in price. Pro is near a grand though for oh, okay. the set, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But you can't even get I don't even think a uh 280 ti would be powerful enough to give you um okay so, so it's a lot of money right this 1200 pound graphics card that you guys are talking about that i'm trying to pay attention to um <laughs> why 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 what's well, it doing that, what's, what's it doing what's so great about it what's so great about it what's it doing well it can do it will be able to achieve 4k at 60 frames a second yeah. in a game like the witcher 3 i guess with ultra settings um in the next generation Tomb Raider game title, what's it called? That's either has released or just, just about to out. release. No, it's out. Um, yes. Yeah, that it, it'll be able to do 4K 60 now. It is genuinely astonishingly powerful technology, but yeah. it's just the, it's the unnecessarily price is I'm, I'm amazed you guys haven't mentioned the buzz term that I keep hearing. Oh, go on. Light, oh, is what, it, um, ray, ray tracing? Yeah, uh, it's because it's just ray tracing's bullshit. At the moment. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I knew it would be. Knew it would be. It, that, you know that I, I I respect them for introducing it, but um, I think it's introduced in the DirectX 12 spec anyway. I think AMD have technically supported ray tracing on their cards for uh, a couple of generations now, 
but it's like literally you turn it on and it brings any hardware to its knees so yeah these cards can achieve playable frame rates with ray tracing on but if you were to look side by side at the um images with it on and off you really won't notice it it's very you have to have a very keen eye to to spot those kind of things the okay. amount of extra power draw and extra hardware required to do it for like the subtle image improvement is kind of like yeah the the ends don't justify the means if you know what i mean i mean i watched some of those tech demos that geforce did like the star wars one and stuff like that and and they looked incredible but i can only imagine what that hardware was that was mm. was behind there making that work it must have been like insane insanely expensive pc well, but was, um, no, actually there were, there were two xboxes and two ps4s sat behind actually running the game <laughs> okay well sure i mean that'd still be cheaper playstation classic i <laughs> said <laughs> yeah just the one little mini just sat there knocking out those polygons <laughs> all four of them um okay so that's the end of the news after an hour and 20 minutes uh so i guess we should talk about some of the games we've been playing but there haven't been that many so it's okay that's why i was happy for us to b- bumble along on the news for a while there i want to i want chris i really want to f- I want to know more about fishing. Um, well, uh, because this is interesting. Because this is, I just cut you off. There's it. Joel has history with, with I've actually, particular world. I've actually mentioned were. Joel's review in my review. <laughs> <laughs> um, just as a link. Just as a link. Um, but um, yeah, uh, it suffers from a similar problem in that the world title is little bit um misleading there are there is more than one place to go fishing though which does put it above train sim world on release day um you've actually got you've got what is it I, I, i've written it down somewhere it's like seven lakes in five different countries uh two in the uk two in the us two in the uk no it's eight it's yeah it's seven and then there's uh austria france and germany so that's not the world that's america and northern europe um also i don't want to say too much reviewy stuff because obviously i'll be handing it to you tomorrow ben so you can disseminate it as you will um but it's it's a fishing simulator it does its job it's looks reasonably nice and i have one issue though i have one issue and i will and i will mention this because i'm, I'm not going to rant about it in the review i'm going to want i want to have a small rant about it here um if um, you know, we're all used to having to sign into something to play a number of games, be it first time around or on purchasing or whatever. But many games, um, you 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 either already you either already signed in um, because you bought it. Like for example, Elite Dangerous, you have to have a Steam account, so you've already signed in. But when you buy the game, you can only play it on that account. Or if there's an account that you can have, it's somewhere on the opening menu screen. The first time you load this game up, it talks about Dovetail Live. It's the first screen you see. Nothing about fishing, nothing about anything about the game. It's the first screen you see is sign into your Dovetail Live game account and get um, in-game prize, in-game rewards, um, money off the in-game store, and more. Um, and as a, and as an avid Train Sim fan, not so much the Train Sim world, I've never actually played that because I can't afford it, um, but as, a, as an avid Train Sim fan, me and Dovetail Games have history. Um, because they're shit. Um, they're absolutely shit. Um, they make decent enough games, although very rarely stable games, but they make decent enough games. 
but their their shit to their customers. Um, and so it just, it was just. I'm fine for having to sign in for something for a game, but it shouldn't. I think it sends a bad message when it's the very first thing you see when you just bought this new game. Here, sign into our thing and get extra stuff. No, I want to play it single player. Fuck off. Fair enough. No, I can I can totally understand yeah. that. More 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 games are like that now. You have that yeah. sign into EA service or whoever else. Yeah. There's um, there's definitely going to be a Rockstar sign in at the top of Red Dead. I mean that seems inevitable, and you know into whatever their social club is called this week. Um, so it's like, yeah, I mean, a Rockstar Saloon, probably, or something to that effect. Um, because they're so damn witty. Um, but yeah, I mean, how's the casting? Is it good casting? Yeah, actually, yeah, it uh, both systems work pretty well. Um, I think this is this is one of those things if you enjoy fishing but can't physically go fishing, it's a really good game. Um, and if you know stuff about fishing, I'm sure it's a really good game. But if you're not interested in fishing, probably don't buy the it. thing that always makes surprises me with these fishing games and i've played a couple of them now um yeah. you, you never you can never go and fish you can never go and fish in the sea it's no, always lakes and it's like, always yeah. rivers and it's like one of the most fun things i ever did fishing was fishing off the back of a boat in the sea yeah like that's a really can be a really cool experience i've had fun fishing in rivers and lakes as well over the years yeah. but that that was very memorable and it's strange that so many of them don't do that and it just seems because it's it's there is a weird there is a thing with fishing there's very different skill set and very different types of rods and very different types of lures and it, it's a very different experience fishing in the in a lake and fishing in the sea however if you're going to call yourself world maybe try and do it yeah i don't know like i mean you can yeah. fish off the back of a boat in the in the middle of a lake you can oh, okay. do that that's nice. um which is which is quite cool mm. um and it has, you know, I mean, a small selling points. It's got things like a dynamic weather system where you can tell it to either be sunny, rainy, or any of the above at any given time in your fishing spree, I guess. Um, and that's and that's quite good. The graphics themselves are pretty good. The people look like they've all had massive broken noses. Um, they suffer. A, they suffer a little bit, just a tiny bit, um, from um, a bloated head from. Um, theme hospital <laughs> brilliant <laughs> um but yeah i mean you know uh, th the graphics are nice and they do i think probably just about qualify as god rays uh, i would i wouldn't say they're volumetric god rays but they do have god rays i'm sure um they seem to be quite godish maybe they're demi god rays yeah i think yeah they're sort of yeah minor deity rays okay um I mean, yeah, yeah, it's funny. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to make you talk a lot about what is probably quite a slight experience. I'm not. I'm not trying to do that. I mean, because it's like it's the same thing Joel had. It's like you're in a train and you go. Yeah, I mean, when you're fishing, you go to the lake and you could yeah. fish. I mean, yeah. what is there to say? And and I'll, I will say one thing: they have included the waiting. Oh, good, good. The waiting, right. not the cool. four hours on end that you have to wait to get a real fish, mm. but you know, but you do have to. Put your rod down and go. Okay. Is it better than the fishing in Zelda? That's my benchmark fishing game. Um. <laughs> wasn't the everybody's favorite fishing game was Sega Bass Fishing on the Dreamcast, wasn't it? Because you had the stupid accessory. That was supposed right? to be very, very, very good. I never, one. I, never, I, I, never confess, I never got to play that. So it's good yeah. fun that because you actually cast for real, like with a little fake. Oh, nice. That was actually quite cool. <laughs> uh, and I think there were similar games like that on the Wii as well, using the motion sensor tech. 
Um, Actually, yeah, here's another odd thing about fishing sim. Well, I don't, I don't know if it's this game specifically, but no other game has done it. Whenever I turned fishing sim world on, my Oculus pro, uh, program would turn on, but it has no VR support. It's just watching you then. Yeah, so it just wants you, to watch you. Do you think uh, they partially developed it or something? And I mean, when you, you know, maybe, when you maybe there's a little bit of line of code left in there, but yeah, every might, time I turned it on, you might want to check the T's and C's in that dovetail launcher at the beginning. It probably just says, <laughs> "We will activate your VR and watch you at all times." Yeah, uh, you agreeing to this because. Well, there you go, because you didn't read this, did you? To, to no, sign no, no, no. in, we need to take a retina scan. Please put your headset on. Uh. <laughs> I feel I should point out, to, to balance out my little rant at the start of that, the Dovetail Games thing is entirely skippable and optional. You don't have to do it to play the game. It was the same in Trenton. But freebies, yeah, damn yeah. it! They, they push it on you, and then yeah. you're like, nah, screw it, man. Give me a yeah, Steam train. I just want to stay at home. Yeah. yeah. And, and then it's just like, oh, yeah. The trade between Slough and Paddington. Just what I always wanted. Yeah. <laughs> Not even, that's the thing with trade. It was it wasn't even a, an exciting route. It was a commuter route. Yeah. Joel, you've put yeah. on your on your list here, Castaway Paradise, which you played probably like three or four months ago. Yeah, I just, just Can you no, even I, remember anything about that at this point? You, what I can remember about it is how it um yeah, how it basically tried to say, yeah, Animal Crossing, uh, Stardew Valley, these are the inspirations for this title. These are the games that we're, we're striving to be. And how it's but a mere shadow of what both those colossal titles are. Like, this is, it's so, the world is so small. Like I say, I managed to, I remember in playing Animal Crossing for a long time back on my own GameCube and trying to, grind out like day by day just make money just to appease tom nook just to start i could upgrade my house and start getting the next level of stuff and things and to be honest it was it was a slow paced pleasure pleasurable kind of play game you, you only had to drop into it for about 10 minutes a day to get do a, a few little activities and keep things rolling over and you could you could spend longer if you wanted you could go around digging for shells and fishing and stuff um yeah this is like this is what they wanted to be, but it's the game's pretty broken in some senses. You can get in, you know, you get in quite quickly and you realize that it's going to be quite slow. And then suddenly you work out that, oh, the fruit on the trees is worth like four or five K. And bear in mind that like to unlock progress in the game, you sort of got, you've got to buy these puddle puzzle pieces. You can unlock them by doing quests. But I got um, I hit some blocking points with quests where they were asking me to build certain items so oh you know put three deck chairs down on the beach or something but then the shop didn't sell deck chairs and there was no rotation of the stock in the shop over like the whole week i played it and it's like okay so this is like I i'm stuck here and then um yeah it was basically you could plant fruit trees and uh so i planted fruit trees every time they every time you leveled up they would fruit or every 45 minutes or an hour you could sell it you could make a ton of money and literally once i'd worked that out i completed the game um that's in unlocked every element of the item fixed everyone's houses because you're trying to fix the island after this big storm basically cleaned up the whole island and yeah it was done and dusted within like eight hours worth of gameplay but probably less actually so it's yeah it's got it's got problems like what the, the the farming side of it was just really dull very slow paced i mean you know on stardew valley you only have to water crops once a day on this site yo you know it's a bigger crop so you have to water it seven times for it to uh to, to sort of be then the timer to activate and stuff it was it dragged it was boring i could you know there is the core of some really good 
you know, it could have been better than it was. They made some bad design decisions with the game. It was a bit of a shame. It wasn't terrible. I think it would appeal quite well to children. It's pretty simplistic. It's fun, you know, it's it's innocent. It's not that dangerous. Um, but yeah, it's for those trying to sell it as like an Animal Crossing clone or something like that is it's so far from the mark. It was pretty embarrassing. I am, however, much more interested uh, in you telling me about this other game that I gave you this week, Sword Legacy yeah. Roman, because all I kind of know about this is a Team 17 published fantasy RPG. Is that is that accurate? Like, can, have you got any more to tell me about okay, it? So I, I don't really know much about it. It's a Brazilian dev. Oh, okay. Brazilian. Brazilian, a Brazilian dev who've made a game set in ancient England following sort of um, King Arthur-style legend. So the... Um, I know from reading the, the the press kit that the idea is that you're, you're you're kind of going after Excalibur, but the story that I'm going through so far hasn't quite got there. Um, and the, the guys actually have bought in a separate. So they tell you they've got bought in a separate company to do the entire narrative side of the game, basically. So a company that specialises in narration and storytelling and things. So and I I do think that comes through. It's the story's done via like it's all done kind of in-game engine per se there are some sort of cut static image cutscenes and things with text on them but during the game engine all conversations play out with like little comic book style pop-ups of text and stuff and this game does genuinely look really 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 nice i really like the art style i really like the animations and the cues and um and how it looks um so actually what is the game itself though it's um it's essentially a turn-based run rpg combat game kind of in the vein of xcom or oh, mario versus right. rabbits oh, okay. that's how the combat plays out when you're not in combat you're free to roam around basically so it's as soon as you enter a combat scene it, it switches to its turn-based mode and there's a deep strategical element of moving your characters so you've got four characters in your party um so you've got a rogue who uh, you know a kind of roguish thief who's can move really far and she can stab people and stuff um but i'm just trying to think what you have to do is you have to spend it's kind of a bit like space hulk if you've ever played space hulk where you have command points um so you have like each character has a set of command points and you 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 can spend up to them if you leave them with any free command points you can put them into overwatch and if they've got enough they'll do attacks and things like this um and yeah you just move them around like you can interact with some elements of the map for example like um one of my big brutish knight guys has the ability to push barrels and and, and move scenery and push people off the edges of cliffs and stuff um got merlin he's my mage guy he's pretty handy he can teleport and whack people with his stick and stuff although he's pretty he is pretty i found out pretty quickly that although he can teleport pretty far away and um smack people the cooldown on his teleport's quite long, and um, <laughs> he's uh, he's not very weak when he's getting attacked with sword. Uh, sorry, not very strong at defending when he's getting attacked by sword. So he's died a few times. Um, uh, yeah, uh, so far so good. I'm quite enjoying it. I, yeah, I don't think the combat's got quite this. It's it's a long way away from the strategical depth of XCOM, and I think it's it's slightly. It's probably about on par with Mario versus Rabbids, so I'd say it's quite accessible. Um, there are some RPG elements, so you can unlock new abilities for your character. You can earn gold, you can buy items, you can equip better armor, you can equip slightly better weapons, but it's all pretty lightweight. It's not that in-depth. Each character only has about six new abilities to unlock, for example, and things. So it's accessible. And like I say, I think it's real. I like the art style a lot. It's 
it looks really pretty um very simplistic i'm just trying to think it's kind of like i don't know if disney did like a 300 themed cartoon or something <laughs> it has, you get these really awesome slow-mo executions when you get critical hits that finish people off it's nice. it's 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 beautiful in that sense as well it's really good that's really cool man i look forward to your full review that'll be really good yeah Right, I'm gonna. I mean, I know you guys have been waiting patiently. I know you've been excited to hear about this game. Um, bated breath, you'd just be like, you've got so many questions, yeah? You've got like notes ready to ask me about NBA Live 19, yeah? Yeah? Only after I, how much I know you liked NBA Live 18. Do you Did still I? have a stupid name in career mode? Would you, would you, would you, or is that, or is that a different oh, right. NBA yeah. game? So, this is the one in this one, it's called NBA Live 19, and the, and it's called the one edition, which is right. their commentary on how NBA 2K has like four different versions of the game. It's yeah. also their like story mode as well. So, everybody refers to you in the story mode as the one, yeah. And it's like your social media hand, like, oh my god, is he the one? He's the one, he's gonna be the one. I'm not fucking Luke Skywalker, Jesus, I play basketball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good on Neo. Yeah, very good. I like it. He's the, it's the one. He's the, the one. one. He is the one. Um, the one. Not the one. Yeah, I mean, it's it's fucking basketball, boys. I mean, yeah. hmm. Uh, what can I say? Right, it, NBA Live has had a rocky few years. The last edition was pretty good. This one, it's still pretty good. I think I think it's more accessible than the two K franchise. Uh, the ball the ball play fine is fine. Um, I suck at defense. Just. In basketball games in general, I'm really bad in defense. However, what I found, I put quite a lot of time into this, and I found myself definitely getting better, better understanding of the tactics, better understanding of the teams. Um, you pick, I mostly play franchise mode rather than the story mode where you play as a single character because I like to control the whole team. Um, and foolishly, I picked the Chicago Bulls as my team. Now, the reason for that is when I was last into basketball, like, 20 years ago... You were going to say Michael um, Jordan. Michael Jordan, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were, they, were, they, were, they were the shit, yeah? They were the shit. And more and mostly, NBA Jam. They were the shit in NBA Jam. However, the Bulls kind of suck shit now, like, in a bad way. They're not good. They're not a good team. So I kind of hampered myself by should've picking them. It'd be, yeah, it should have been a lot of should've been Cleveland teams. Um, so it's kind of like pick, picking, I don't know, in the Premier League, like... I don't even know who Brighton. I don't know if Brighton any good nowadays. I can't. Even... Brighton are in the Premier League, but aren't great. But they did used to be amazing. Well, that's the thing. I'm trying to. I'm trying to kind of pick that because, in a way, there aren't other divisions in M in yeah. NBA. Is all the Premier League really, yeah. isn't it? You have the different. You have the different territories, but you end up all coming together anyway. Yeah. So it's kind of they're all one 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 group. Yeah. So yeah, I'm the Bulls, and I, I, I've struggled. I'm not going to lie, I've struggled through a few matches there uh, until I got the hang of things a bit and understanding the controls better. And there's some good training modes in there if they're a little bit hidden. I don't like, to be honest, I don't like the menu interface in NBA Live. It's very confusing. It's not very well laid out, especially when you compare it to something like FIFA, which has a really well-designed interface. And you can just see, you, you can see it. Like, where do EA put their money? Madden and FIFA, right? So NHL and NBA kind of get forgotten to a degree. Which is like, yeah, which is a shame. I love the NHL games on the PS2. And, and I haven't spoken to Richard. He's reviewing the, the current NHL game right now. Um, and um, I think I think he likes it. I mean, they brought back, the, weirdly, one of the modes in NHL is you can skate, you can go ice skating on ponds now. Like, they have, like, outside just pick-up games out on a frozen lake, which is bizarre. That's in nice. an NHL game. Nice. It's cool, though. Nice yeah. It. 
Yeah, it's a cool idea. A but no, and... from all star baseball. Anyway, carry on. Sorry. Anyway, back to basketball. Back to basketball. Yes. Um, and in the one mode, the story mode, you know, you're the whole rising up through the ranks. You start. It's kind of cool. You actually start by making a name for yourself in the lesser known countries. Like I started off going like Asia and stuff and China basketball and stuff, so I could like make a name for myself, get like a reputation, and then get the interest of the American teams and find my way in that way, which I thought was a slightly different approach to it. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, put it this way, uh, I've just received today NBA 2K, uh, and I'm going to give that a go and do a review of that and then sort of really see how they really shake up next to each other. Obviously, I was talking about the monetization of 2K earlier. I'm not looking forward to struggling through that. However, traditionally, 2K's basketball has been better uh, than NBA Lives, but... I mean, I'm not an expert. You know? <laughs> I'm not someone who spends hundreds of hours playing basketball games. I like NBA Live because it felt accessible. It looks good. It plays well. The one thing is I had to do immediately was turn the music off because fuck the music in NBA is bad. Um, oh, just so much like I'm old. I'm old and I don't listen to rap music that much. I'm sorry. I just I'm not. That's not me. Uh, and so like all these this rapping, I, I don't it's not Jay-Z. I'm not going to know who it is, basically. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know who these people are, what they're singing, what what any of that is. So I just turned it all off. Um, and the only one I might know is if the Childish Gambino came on, but even now, I'm, I, I don't think he did. Uh, so yeah, I turned the music off, and I've had a pretty good time. Pretty good experience. Any questions about NBA Live? Nope. 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 Did nope. you score any three-pointers? I actually specialise in that. Oh, um, nice. so my, my one character is all about shots from range. Um, so oh, I, cool. I like, specialize like that. I like that. Yeah, yeah. So I, I put points into that above, say, getting in on the rim and stuff like that. And, and uh, yeah, I was much more about mid court control and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. You can do all kinds of things like that. Um, yeah, and it's got lots of customization options in there. Obviously, you can make it incredibly easy, make the AI basically not even act like humans because they're so retarded and they're just falling over on themselves. It's quite hilarious how bad you can make the opponents. If you really want to, um, if you want zero challenge, and then you can make it so you can just score every shot ever from nice. anywhere. So it's just like it's just silly. It's just silly. It's like it might as well not have shown up uh, at that point. Uh, but no, it's it's fun. It's a fun experience. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was good. This is my benchmark for, ba for basketball games. How yes. does it compare to Space Jam? Well, it's a similar ben benchmark to me because my my most played basketball game ever was the NBA Jam on the SNES. Yeah. Right. Which is a similar thing to Space yeah, Jam in yeah. any way. Sadly, you can't do slamming on fire dunks from across the whole court. Well, then, NBA I mean, Live. I mean, I'm out. I know what I'm you're afraid. saying. I'm out. One of the things, one of the things that they do that is a real thing that has a real um, following in America. It's something called Slam Ball. Have you ever looked into Slam Ball? No. That's basketball with trampolines. Okay. So, cool. like the whole court. The whole court is covered in, in in trampolines. It's like a special court. And then you just have people doing like flips and ginormous jumps across. It's basically NBA Jam for real. Uh, and if that, was, cool. if that was a game that EA put out, I would buy that. That sounds like something. When I was on holiday, we went to something called iBounce, which is like a, a kind of indoor trampoline thing that you take your children to. And in that, they have a dodgeball court which oh, has loads of miniature trampolines, including on the wall, angled trampolines. So oh, you can mate. jump on a trampoline onto one of the wall, come off and then do like some awesome sideway throw to, to sit some other random four-year-old kid <laughs> who doesn't stand a chance against <laughs> you because you've got nearly 30 years on him. Uh, 
But yeah, to be honest, did you, I can imagine, did you go on holiday to some slightly dodgy country that has no health and safety laws? Because <laughs> no, that's what that sounds like. In the UK, so in the UK, yeah, no. genuinely, uh, they're dodgeball. It was pretty cool, actually. Um, I would, it would be awesome if you could go that bit and actually play a proper dodgeball game with a sort of trampoline um, dodgeball sort of arena. Well, I always tagging think... a four-year-old kid in the face. Oh yeah, well, well, well get rid of well, the four-year-olds. Think but... about with trampolines is the Simpsons. You know, so it seems like such a good idea, doesn't it? And then just everybody gets hurt. Yeah, like I've ne- I don't think anybody's ever spent more than ten minutes on a trampoline unless you're a professional gymnast and come off not hurt. Like it's just it's just tra- it's what trampolines do. You're always going to get hurt and end um, up in my garden. Yeah, I saw that man. <laughs> that is literally the Simpsons. It was that ridiculous. Yeah, it's just like, it blew into oh, their garden. <laughs> They do. They blow. They, they, we've got one in our garden. You have to watch out in high winds. They blow. Yeah. They blow all over the place. Yeah. They're pretty. They're pretty deadly. Hilarious. Mm. Brilliant. But yes, NBA Live. That be some basketball. Um, <laughs> that's, that's a shining review if ever there was one. That's definitely some basketball. <laughs> it's basketball. Bouncy, bouncy, bouncy basketball. Uh, Chris, you've got a boatload of extra games on your yes. list here, sir. So do you want to do you want to talk about some of them? Anything you fancy? Um first of all, I just want to give an honorable mention to Greetings. <laughs> um <laughs> Greetings is a five minute long game. It's completely free. You can grab it on the Steam store. It is one of the greatest trolls I've ever seen in my entire life. It's beautiful. Um I'm gonna okay. say no more than that, but if you've got okay. five spare minutes, play okay. Greetings on Steam. How much is it on the Steam did you say? It's absolutely free. 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 Absolutely free. I think it was it's it's designed primarily as a graphics um, test, I think, more than anything. Oh, okay. But they, okay. They, they've done a, a couple of little things that, um, yeah, it's yeah, <laughs> it's one of those things you'll e- you'll either really love like I did because I thought, oh, that's that's good fun, or it'll be you'll you'll think that's five minutes time. I'm not going to get back. Um, <laughs> well, it's um, much how I felt about NBA Live. Don't worry. <laughs> um, except that was more like 15 hours. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, that's the honourable mention. Um, of the others, um, I haven't played enough of this War of Mine or Undertale yet to have a full opinion. Undertale, I don't know what's going on, but I think I'm going to enjoy it. Oh, so you're you're new to it. Interesting. Yes, I haven't played it. I haven't played it. I haven't played. Okay. Um, I, I picked. I, I've had. It's one of those things. I've. I, it's. It's been in my Steam library for about yeah. three years or however long it's been out, and I'm just like, oh, I should probably download that and install it. And the only and thing is, it is, it is very good. It's one of those games that I work with quite a lot of twenty somethings. Yeah, and they talk about it in reverent tones. Yeah, right. At the twenty something. So it's sometimes yeah. it's like I played it and I was like, "Yeah, this is good. This is good. I yeah. see what people like." However, I think maybe it connects more with that generation. Like, maybe yeah. it's, it's a bit of the bit of the meme generation. If you know what I mean? There, yeah, there is... and, I'm, and I'm and I'm very swiftly floating to the top of that generation now. So it's it, it's it's it, I've either I've either got it or it's passed me by. Um, and this war of mine, you're new to as well. The, yeah, I, I've I th- I'm pretty sure I've seen a, a let's play of someone playing the stories in this War of Mine. Was that a long exhale from Joel about this War of Mine? It's bleak that game. It fucking is, isn't it? But how good though? It is I'm, good. Yeah, I've enjoyed oh, I've enjoyed what I've played of it so far, um, and I think I should be playing it for a while until the unthinkable happens and all of my people get killed because that's what's going to happen. Oh god, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna have to play. You're gonna have to start a few times before you yeah. have a good run. Yeah, like it's yeah. hard. Yeah. yeah, the game's hard. Um, Unforgiving. Yeah. Definitely. No, I, I picked it up again. It's one of those things that's been sat in my library for God knows how long. I thought, oh, okay, I should probably give that is, a go. Is it fair to say at this point, Chris, that Skyrim will always be on your list? Um, no, because actually, <laughs> Skyrim. Uh, this Skyrim this time around, uh, I did the stream of it on Monday, and you beat the game. 
No, no. What are you, what are you playing it on? That's the most important thing. It's been ported to virtually everything now. I'm playing it on the PC. I'm a piece. I, I, the I'm... original platform. God. Yes. Yeah, I know. You can um, get it on your Switch. I think someone can't you get it on your Samsung fridge. Uh, you can get it on Alexa. That's one thing I do know. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Only works in the US though. It's yes. a sad thing. No, it doesn't. It works over here because I've got it and I was playing with it because I picked up an Alexa to enable the device recently. <laughs> I tried and it was. It told me that this wasn't available in my area when I was trying no, to set no, it just no. after E3. So I wonder if they... Works now. Yeah, I wonder if they've... Um, I'll stream <laughs> that. It. I'll stream me, my playthrough of Skyrim on Alexa. Do oh, it. Lydia! I would watch that. <laughs> um, Sorry, you were saying, Chris. But no, unfortunately, Skyrim does what it does to me about once or twice every year which is i finally get a good run on a character and there's a mod conflict that i cannot come back from oh no so everything is just gone <laughs> shit mate you're kidding me chris no. if we haven't mentioned we haven't pimped chris that hard on this episode like we did on the last one but he runs a twitch stream at humble gamer and stuff like that and so you're gonna have to stop yeah uh, i mean oh, i'd had a good run. those i'd had a good run but shit. it What's happens next? unfortunately um, I don't know. I'm just gonna have a look at my quick. St- I'm gonna have a quick look at my Steam library because I'm pretty sure I moved something into my st- live streaming to dos, and I haven't. It's not there. Um, it's fine. It's fine. But there are there are a few things that I'm looking at, at streaming, but I I don't know yet exactly. Exciting, exciting. But yeah. So, but yeah. There's nothing else really. Um, really, I like to talk about a- apart from with uh, just one thing I want to mention about uh, Don Bradman cricket. Not anything to do with the cricket <laughs> but that game for some reason requires an internet connection i don't know what the latest player rosters from 2016 yeah. but you can get them you get them with one click of a button on one menu screen you just go i'll have that please and they automatically all download but you somewhere can't, on but the you other can't end turn it off you can't turn it on without an internet connection it just won't play that's because in the dev office, in the developer's office, like all two of them, I bet yes. um, there's like a light on the wall. And when someone starts the game up, the <laughs> yeah. light comes on and they go, whoa, yeah. like, yeah, like, incredible. <laughs> like yeah. I, I mean, I wouldn't rule that out. I wouldn't rule that out at all. <laughs> so so me, me and Chris did have a conversation about cricket, didn't we? When you were yes. streaming Skyrim uh, a couple yep. of weeks ago yep. um, and we had a chat and we, we both played quite a bit of cricket growing up. He played more than me, though. He's definitely more remem- remembers it more than I do. Yeah. That's for sure. But is Don Brad um county or international it you can do both or both you can do county but okay. actually when you start if you start a career mode you can actually play at club level for a very short amount of time wow. and okay. it does both men's and women's cricket oh that's cool and you can has there, has there been has there been subsequent ones from 2016 or is that the newest i th- uh, oh oh now you are testing me uh, I got, deep knowledge deep knowledge I got, I got 16 late because i have no disposable income um, oh no, there is there is Don Bradman cricket seventeen, but no eighteen. No, I don't believe there were any massively significant Whoa. improvements. Disappointing. Um, Disappointing. So yeah, that's but another again, game. Another game you could talk about ball physics for hours. I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah. but again, um, it's a cricket sim. It. <laughs> Can you actually, when you're playing it, can you like rub the ball a lot on your leg to sort of cheat? <laughs> Just keep rubbing it until you, you know, until you get that big red stain. Wait until the ref turns his head back, you know. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for Steve Smith mode coming in the next one. <laughs> oh, deep cricket references here. <laughs> Stuff nobody's going to get. Love it, love it. Um, um, yeah. So, so Joel, you put on yours exactly what Richard put on his last week, uh, <laughs> which was 
Halo, the Master Chief Collection, I'm assuming in 4K on your X, on your 4K TV. Are you as blown away by it as he was? Um, well, it's got HDR support. Um, I wasn't aware that it was 4K, though. Some they of them, I believe. Yeah. Yes. Not not necessarily all of it, but I know... I, I just played 4K. through... Um, I just had a hankering to go back and play some Halo, and I just fired up the... Uh, you know, you just come home sometimes, you just want to play something you're a bit familiar with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. Go back and have those nostalgic vibes, uh, vibes, and I fired it up, and I played through ODST, um, oh, which yes. is the DLC. And I came back out of it and just thinking... Oh, man, that was such a good. The story in ODST, I absolutely really. I wish they would do more Halo games like that that don't involve the Master Chief, just set in the universe, like some of the standard troops and stuff. Yeah, sure, there's this whole stamina versus shields debate, but who gives a shit? It's a video game. Just kick back and enjoy it, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, really loved it. Um, uh, yeah, uh, they have. They've also um, sorted the menu system out in there. The menu in the whole game's a lot better now. Yep. Um, it's a lot simpler, much easier to get to what you want to. Um, yeah, a lot of the complexity has been driven out of it. So uh, it is impressive that they continue and continue to improve this game. And my only suspicion is that the whole reason they're still working on it is because once they got it good enough, they will release it on the PC, is my thought. Yeah, those rumours have come up again uh, mm. recently, haven't they? People were talking about it. Again. But then again, they've been countered by big boys in Microsoft saying, nope, categorically, nope, nope, nope. It's not happening. But um i think i think you say it's impressive i don't think it's impressive i think it was required that they've continued to support and develop for this this is this is the franchise people think of when you say xbox and for it to have been left in the state it was for as long as it was was frankly atrocious so they had to get it here didn't they in fairness i think so i think there are a lot of problems with matchmaking but i didn't i haven't really played the multiplayer in it so i can't say I've encountered those problems. The menu system was shit, but they certainly didn't have to bother adding HDR support for it. No, exactly. true. Yeah. But if you, if you, but at the same time you say that, but at the same time you're going to release a console which is all about 4K and HDR, then yeah, shouldn't your flagship franchise support that? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. So put it in Halo Five, or I guess, or you know, their, their more recent titles. There's no yeah. reason to go back and make Halo Combat Evolved HDR compliant. I think they're just very much aware that this is this is one of the main reasons people own an Xbox. Yeah. Um. So you just need you need to make your Halo your Halo shine, baby. I haven't had a chance to go back yet, but it's on my list to check out again. Uh, I just before the update had started playing through ODST again. Actually, Joel, that was that's mm. still stands out i think that stands out as the most unique halo experience so it, it's always one i like to to dip back into because it just doesn't it's not quite like any of the others is it so it's got i think it's because i've read some of the books it it mm. dips a lot more into the lore and the canon from the books than any of the other titles do per se so that well i say because it's the first one that introduces the engineers there's like the subtle references to biofoam and other things in there that you hear are mentioned and talked about a lot in the book but you never actually see in any of the master chief games and stuff mm. so um yeah i yeah i just really really liked it i wish yeah. i had reach on there that's the that's probably where i'm uh, you know it's it's back compat isn't it but it's not it's apparently it's one of the yet. worst back compat titles that really oh, really? Uh, yeah, really has some bad problems i don't know if they fixed it maybe they have but yeah launch well, again, um, flagship yeah. series you think they would fix it especially since reach was again quite a popular one even compared to other halo games reach is weird though reach is like the the black sheep isn't it it's the, it's the it's the halo game made by bungie because they were contractually obliged to do it they didn't really want to be doing it and it's not really part of the master chief canon and 
you know it's not it's, it's a weird game it's a cool game I, it's very very good but i don't know it sort of sits apart doesn't it it's a strange yeah. one reach i did I mean, remember master chief collection didn't even have odst to start with did it no it's dlc they gave it away for free when they were like mia couple we fucked up sorry i don't tell me that i paid for it <laughs> oh i got it for free <laughs> Oh, you paid for it. Yeah. Weird. you got Master Chief Collection. I think it was in the first month or something. Go for free. Uh, but to be honest, I think like I bought the Master Chief Collection. I think I bought it on a, a physical copy for about six quid, and I think I bought the digital <laughs> edition of the game for about three quid. So I think I've only spent about oh, and the ODST DLC for like another three quid. So I think I spent about twelve right. quid on the whole thing. Yeah, I paid full price. <laughs> yeah, bought it twice, so I, I shouldn't complain too much. It's no, definitely you shouldn't. We should play some Halo sometime then. Yes, well, we should. Yes, yes. We'll try and try and try and fit that in. Chris, though, before we go, I want you to do your pimpage, sir. Ah, oh, yes, um, yes. If you do enjoy the pleasing baritone and the attempts at comedy, you can check me out on <laughs> youtube.com forward slash humblegamertube and twitch.tv forward slash humblegamertwitch. There are social media links. You'll find them around the internet. Just type in humblegamer and find the guy with the cowboy hat. I thought it was a fedora. Uh, no, that one is a cowboy hat. There is a fedora picture as well. Although I should actually point out, I don't neither of those my logo now. Actually, I've completely cocked up. Charlie has designed me a new logo, so you'll see an H and a G with headphones and a hat. Ooh. And the hat in that one is a fedora. So, so yes, you can find me. One there. one must get one's hats correct. Indeed, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> How about you, Joel? I'm uh, in the process of completely rejecting social media, so don't bother <laughs> looking for me anywhere. <laughs> to be honest, in 2018, if I wasn't running a website, I would be the same. I'd, I'd be happily off of Twitter and basically Facebook and just everywhere. <laughs> There's too much shit like on on the internet for that now. It's just, I'm at that age where so I'm gone. Like just what happened today with the the hate. I had to deal with that came from nowhere. It's just like, for fuck's sake, man! Why are yeah, you deciding to do this? Well, no, no, he he's getting love. He doesn't. He's not bringing. He's too busy hate. on Warframe to troll you. Yeah, fucking hell, oh, man! Yeah, That's yeah. All that boy plays is Warframe. It's frightening. <laughs> uh, I need to. We need to. It's my fault as well, Joel. <laughs> my fault that he plays Warframe. So hey, Mark, should we try a Warframe? And now he's been horribly addictive for the last like six months. Um, <laughs> Loves it. He really does, doesn't he? I keep saying to him, man, man, pick out the chat and why would I bother? I've still got Warframe, loads to do, it's free. Uh, I guess I can't I can't argue with that. Like, he, no, do, no, he does, does he, you make a fair point. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So Joel doesn't exist, but you know, Bixby Games does. And it's mm -hmm. everywhere on Facebook, on Twitter, on YouTube, on Twitch, which mostly just restreams Chris's stuff. But that's okay. <laughs> I like that. It gives us content, it's wicked. Yeah. Uh and it works for both of us um and yeah yeah that's good and uh yeah there's games coming in there there's, there's a few on the horizon just a couple jesus christ i'll definitely have played forza before the next recording i'll almost certainly play aco as well um what else is coming we've got fifa coming for me or nba 2k you'll have your sword legacy review at some point i'm assuming joe yeah Joel, <clears throat> even not joe uh and uh chris you'll have uh your fishing one tomorrow fishing one should be with you tomorrow and yes. there'll be an nhl one coming from rich this weekend as well beautiful lots beautiful. of stuff going on um it's getting quite late i'm getting quite tired yes. it's bedtime i think yes. um at 10 p.m it's a very late finish for us so uh i think that brings us to the end of bxb's bits of episode uh 55 the apostles of mark i'm gonna go with the apostles is that is do we like being mark's I apostles mean, 
I mean, well, well, now you've said it, we don't have a choice, so yeah. our feelings don't come into it. <laughs> I'm just thinking, if he's a cult leader, what, what, what I mean, what could be his lieutenants? Could be like a crime boss. Yes, yes. That would fit for more. What do you think, Joel? I was just trying to think back to the cult simulator and thinking what they called the various ranks and <laughs> like of, the, of your followers that you could get in that. I tell you what, okay. you should. I play a lot of simulators. Cult simulator? Oh, you've I, not. I was just about to say, oh, the you want to pass me by? I, I really like it. It's really good. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's like cool. It's it's just literally a card game with a, a theming on it, but it's superbly executed. Nice. Really that'd good. be that'd be a good stream, Chris. You should look into. Yeah, I'll have, have, have a look at that. Yeah. Yeah, fucking bitch ass puzzle as well. So you'll love it. I will <laughs> like, also oh, say God, I've started puzzles. to I've started to receive emails, Chris, from from various people about the upcoming farming simulators, which always come out in about two months' time. So uh, I'll keep you in mind for that. Pass them here. Pass yeah. them here. Loved farming sim. That game is brilliant at uh, brilliant at farming and shit at physics, and it works perfectly together. I did the last one and. I never want to do one again. <laughs> no, I'll happily do that, mate. Happily <laughs> was, do that. Because I'd already given Joel the trains, and I couldn't yeah. force him to do the farming as well. And it was just like, I'll, I'll do the farming. i become the simulator guy. That, that works. That works I'm out happy nicely. i become that. That's fine. That works out nicely. Games that are only popular in Germany. Yeah, um, right here. <laughs> Right then, that's the end of the episode. Thanks very much for coming along, guys. Thanks very much for listening or watching. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.